0: Welcome to Co-op Mode, round 131. This is the official video game podcast of Secret Friends Unite. I am one of your MCs tonight, Todd Oxtra, joined by our fellow Canardian, our our distinguished guest fighting the COVID,
1: but he's still here. He's a trooper. That's Mark the Canardian Carabin. I am here. I'm, I'm sad I didn't get the dress-up memo. You two look dapper tonight and I'm in a Star Wars t-shirt. Uh, but I'm, I'm happy to be here and I'm happy to be talking to some people. I do uh, currently have COVID. It's been a rough weekend, but I'm feeling a bit better today. So let's talk video games.
0: You know, I I was worried. I thought Mark might have his Canadian tuxedo, like pressed and ready to go, but the denim is not ready to go. So um, we are joined by someone uh, who has not been on in four years, but he is someone uh, near and dear to all of our hearts in the world of Secret Friends Unite. And that's my son, Logan Oxtra. Logan, you're a senior in high school. You're here before you even were in high school. How does it feel to be back?
2: It's great to be back, especially at such a prestigious event that I helped Photoshop the background of.
0: <laughs> That's true. That's true. Yeah. Logan, Logan made the Madam Web uh, Award. Uh, he helped uh, with other things. So he's been helping me uh, Photoshop when when Mark's been busy. And Mark, I want to say thank you for your work in the Cauchy Award. Um, first, mm. I want to thank ChatGPT or Bing uh, AI <laughs> creating awards that looked a little bit funky and clunky. Mark's like, I can put some polish on that turd. And there we go. Yeah. We have our Cauchy Award.
1: That's it. AI generated art is uh, is fine for a base, you know, if you're if you really need something quick. But, um, but but there's still a still a little off with it, you know, like words that aren't words or like something that kind of looks video game button y, I think is what they were aiming for. So yeah, I just could you know a little little quick erase and swap and, and type in stuff here and there. And it was, it, it, it looks all right.
0: They came close a few times. There was a couple where somebody had a third leg, uh, yep. <laughs> a little bit awkward at times, but you know, effort, A for effort being AI. I use my credits to do that. So thank you for your results. It's the year of AI folks. What can I say? We're all in on it. So I uh, hopefully Mark, neither of us are, are replaced by AI.
1: I mean, if, if I am, I hope it's like a nice AI, you know what I mean? Like just, you know, keep in contact, like be a buddy kind of thing. You know, like I hope it's, it's like helpful. Like if it's a nice kind of like, Hey, you know, sorry, I'm an AI. I'm just going to replace your job and whatever. And that'll be it. And we're just like, okay, I understand it. Like you're a nice guy.
2: (laughs) It almost makes me feel worse. I kind of want my AI to just be no remorse. Just full like, you know what? we take our job. you are going to deal with it.
0: So that Terminator, you're looking for Pretty much. Terminator. <laughs> the Terminator. Under- I'm going to go with a bang. <laughs> ah, the youth. They, they, they are, you know, from the mouths of babes that are 18 and ready to, uh, you know, take care of us in our age, Mark. We know they will. Um, so with that, uh, we, Mark, need to thank the folks that made this show possible. Um, if your voice is struggling, let me know. But if you want to take it, you can.
1: Uh, no, yeah, I'm good to go. Uh, we have to thank our friends over at Patreon. You can go there, uh, patreon.com slash secret friends unite for a free seven day trial and join people such as our friends with benefit tier, John Sidorf, the Phoenix sisters, cosplay, Brendan Myers, Asian Sith mistress, Matthew Keel and Corey in HD, as well as our BFF tier, Sean, Stella and Henry Nias and Missy Merchant. Uh, all these people help make these shows happen, help make them what they are, and you can go uh, and join those people uh, with ad-free podcasts uh, and, and a bunch of exclusive shows over at Patreon.com/slash Secret Friends Unite.
0: Very, very good. More exciting things coming. Uh, We are posting a new um, spinner rack on Friday. Should be a lot of fun. And uh, Charlie is uh, telling me he is going to be doing some infamous infamous movies with his spouse. And they are covering lots of TV shows on their coverage. So more to come in 2024 in our Patreon. Uh, So with that... We get to probably the most infamous segment of our show, or maybe the award-winning, I don't know, Mark. Um, uh, probably a couchy uh, for buy, rent, or return. Uh, mm-hmm. This week, Mark, we're, we're celebrating the world of games, but I figured we would at least look at the most infamous moments of gaming in 2023. So I picked three games for buy, rent, return, infamous style. And that would be not the game infamous, but, you know, infamous uh, from... <laughs> yeah. Uh, From the Three Amigos. Am I infamous? Yes. (laughs) Yes, you are, El Guapo. Uh, The Lord of the Rings, Gollum. Everybody, one, two, Switch. And Skull Island, Rise of Kong. So why don't we start with our... our, our community first with their picks. I'll go with Jerry McCoy. Jerry McCoy is an old friend. He goes way back. Thanks, Joy, Jerry, for being in our Discord. Uh, he says, buy one-two switch. It's the only good game. So he didn't put that in quotes either, so he must really mean it. Uh, Rent Gollum. I like this IP better than Kong. So... There we go. Yep. <laughs> a slight praise. And then Return Skyle, Skull Island. I like this IP worse than Lord of the Rings. <laughs> the Redhead Stepchild.
1: Fine, yeah. I mean, fine reasoning for... a like a couple of like duds, you know what I mean. Like I, I get that.
0: Um, you want to take uh, famous Seamus?
1: Yeah, sure. Famous Seamus will buy everybody one to switch. Uh, there might be someone who likes this game and who knows this game might be fun at parties. That yeah, I, I get it. That's seems to yeah. Uh, rent, Gollum. Uh, this should be used in studies of how not to make a video game. Uh, so, he, you know, rent it to study it. I get that. Yes, that's a solid, solid answer. And recur- Return Skull Island Rise of Kong. Yeah, this could also be used to study how not to make bad games. Uh, but we all know why this game was bad. Game Mills gave the developers a very limited budget and an insanely short amount of time to make the game. I don't think we need to beat a dead horse when it comes to this. Um, fair.
0: Yeah, you know, licensed games, they used to be all bad. So we're kind of surprising that we get so many good licensed games these days. So, you know what? Somebody's got to remind me of the bad old days, so I'll take it. Uh, so we have Sean Nye says, oh, man, return them all. So he didn't even give it a moment's notice. They're all a return. Uh, right. And then
1: Winter Gamer. <laughs> we're doubled up with the return all of them. Ain't nobody got time for those games.
0: Um. Okay. So, before we start, did anybody play any of these games?
2: Because I value my sanity, I did not play any of them.
0: And typically, Logan only will play these games if Dad has bought them, typically. So, sure. right. um, So let's start with you, Logan. So, what would you buy, what would you ret- rent, and what would you return of these three games?
2: I would for sure... You know, you gotta rent uh, Gollum... Actually, no, sorry, the uh, Ape one, because that one's just kind of one of those dumb, fun games. You just rent it to see, hey, guys, look how dumb this is. Let's poke fun at it, like the B-movie level. Uh, you know what? Maybe we'll play a dumb party game, too. One, to switch. I'd buy that. It'd be nice to have. And then probably... A Golem's just a sad bad. It makes me just sad to look at it. Yeah. It's always one of those games where I just play and I just wish, you know what? Just disappointing, not really that point and laugh kind of game.
0: you know what? Not bad choices, Mark yeah, See, yeah i I'm
1: gonna I'm gonna kind of stick to the consensus and do everybody want to switch for my buy. There might be something in there, at least it's a Nintendo first party. They try some weird stuff. I don't know. It might be fun for a party or fun to play with Finn. Like he might be able to grasp some of the mini games and, and do some of that stuff. Maybe I should actually buy this game. Am I going to go buy one? T- no, I don't think so.
0: But, Mark, you have, a, you have a voucher left over. Perfect opportunity.
1: No, for no. Um, and I'm going to, I'm going to kind of mirror, but differentiate from Jerry's picks. Uh, I'm, I've been on a real like uh monster kaiju verse Godzilla verse, whatever you wanna call it, kick recently. With I just finished Monarch. I went back and watched all the movies. So just because of that, I'm gonna go with Skull Island for my rent. Just because I'm I'm like I have like a Godzilla behind me here. Like I'm ready to, I'm ready to go in that universe and and even if it's a terrible game still like get a little bit of something out of it. And uh I love Lord of the Rings, but I don't I don't want to subject myself to like bad Lord of the Rings that same kind of way. I don't know. I think like a bad action game is better than a bad stealth game, maybe as well. I don't know. So that's yeah. And then I'll just return Gollum because what uh, what what do winter gamers say? Ain't no one got time for bad games. Yeah, that one.
0: This is like the devil's three way, man. Nobody wins. <laughs> um. So I, uh, you know, this one's hard because I did play the original One Two Switch. I think Logan we played it. I mean, I didn't think they could outtop themselves, and they did. Um. So quite honestly. I was going to buy it, but surprisingly, it, it, the thing that would have sold to me if it came with that damn horse mask, doesn't. And that was a huge miss on there. And I mean, really, that's really what it was missing. Um, if it had that, then it'd be a sell. Uh, but I'm going to go with Kong because um, it really looks like the guy in the suit type of monster game, Mark, like they used to make the old Godzilla. It does kind of yeah, look like yeah. guy in a suit. So, you know what? I'll take it for that. And there might be an off chance that, uh, you know, King Kong throws some poo.
1: There you go. That's a high uh, need for any game <laughs> that I play. Monkey game. Also, yes. I do have to mention that you could order everybody one two switch on Amazon and throw in a horse mask for like 15 bucks or less and just pretend that it all came together
2: Or and make yourself, I labo. want to see this happen. You revive the Labo and make it a Labo horse mask. You have to make it yourself then you get a plate in the game, there you
0: go. <laughs> like one of those cardboard yeah. masks that's like yep, Minecraft makes, looking,
2: like,
0: yep. yep, all right. I think that'd sell it. Oh Labo, we haven't talked about you in years
1: hmm a labo horse mask this has to happen exactly
0: just imagine like a horse racing with labo <laughs> oh
2: my at least uh, would buy it and that would be double the sell uh, the sales of the current labo so you know that's all
0: labo is really missing exactly right there. yeah wow <laughs> yeah. yeah labo we've you know r.i.p um okay so once again skull islands my buy uh monkey hijinks gotta love it um i'm going with uh everybody want to switch just because you know what you're gonna see your friends be idiots so that is always a gem and since it's a rental from gamefly which i could get i haven't wasted any money so that's the appropriate rental for me um and then Gollum. to your point mark I don't like stealth already. And this game would probably make me uh, like become like Solid Snake and find the headquarters where this game was made and probably, um, I don't know, order all of the copies of Gollum and just dump them on their doorstep. <laughs> they find them everywhere in their, their lobby. It's like in the toilet lid, you know, the, 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 the toilet bowl lid. Um, it's in their every refrigerator. It's in um, all of their mailboxes. That's what I do. I'd return Um, it directly to them. To them, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Okay. Well, folks, uh, we promise we will have better choices in 2024. But you know what? Got to say goodbye to 2023 in this appropriate way. Uh, So now we get into what we've been gaming this week. Uh, We did have gaming news, but really, we can talk about that in future weeks. We also want to talk about the world of 2023 and we're going to celebrate it but we're going to talk about at least what we've been playing in 2024 so logan kick it off man
2: i have been going back to playing old games that i haven't played in forever i i think the most recent two things i've played is i played pal world which i just played for three hours for the first time right before this and terraria for like the 80 billionth time with friends, not alone, that'd yes. be a little bit more sad after 300 hours. <laughs> but I will say, Pal World, guns, and Pokemon do kind of make it a little bit more fun. After like such a, after having such a low bar for Pokemon, anything right. we'll take, we'll take anything new, whether that's like free roam or just give us like an AK-47 and let us shoot a Wooloo, I'll go for it. You know.
1: So how do you how do you feel like? Are you are you as big of a Pokemon fan as your dad? I like meaning like not at all.
2: I like the French. I like the, the characters. I like Pokemon as a concept. I don't think I've liked any of the game past. Like the one I played when I was
0: seven, I think Scarlet yeah. was last one you played. Cause I think that was, it was bought on Nintendo. We bought Scarlet for you. Oh, back in the game didn't come
2: out on like the PS2. Cause I mean, that's kind of what it reminds me of. Yeah.
1: Uh, so, what? How do you feel with with Power World? Like the concept sounds interesting. It sounds like to me, it sounds neat. Like I kind of like morbidly want to check it out, like Pokemon with guns. Like why wouldn't I kind of want to check that out? But for me, the 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 big turnoff is seeing the characters now that the game's out and seeing like some of them are just direct copies. And it's like if you're going to like. Uh, for me it's it's some of them are hitting that point where it's like not parody it's lazy copying kind of thing and it's like i'm not sure does it play differently or how are you feeling that way like with that controversy of like are are they just straight up copying the designs are they like making fun of it a little bit are they like how how are you feeling having played it for a bit
2: i will say if you're trying to there's only so many original designs and it's just a thousand Pokemon, but there are quite a couple that are like, okay, that's literally this Pokemon. But hmm. the game is such a different experience that it's like, I mean, we're not really hurting Pokemon's bottom line. I mean, maybe if it was another company, I would care a little bit more, but I mean, the right. biggest grossing media franchise in the world, they'll be, they'll be okay. And it's, it's more like arc survival evolved. Or like games like Grounded or stuff like that. It's very much a survival kind of game that also has a bunch of companions.
1: Okay. Interesting.
0: Yeah, I, I played a little bit too. Logan actually saw me playing it first. And um, I was playing it on PC Game Pass, Logan was too. I was playing it with controller. And I will say this PC Game Pass um, or even the Xbox version, Mark, uh, they are way behind the Steam Game. Essentially, Steam allows you to do, uh, you know, the developers to do Steam drops and upgrades anytime they want. Xbox has to approve them. So that's why they're behind because they need to get approval from Xbox. But I was, I couldn't even figure out how to eat. So I starved a couple of times, which was very sad. It got really dark. I couldn't get in, I couldn't find like assets because it got so dark. I couldn't find like things to make a torch. Um, It's a true survival game. And uh I did kill one of those woolies, I guess they're called woolies. I don't know. Um, because I thought I could eat it. I couldn't. I just killed it. And there's a corpse now. <laughs> um I good,
1: did good get yeah,
0: yeah. I, I did get one that I didn't know what to do with yet. I apparently need to build it a bed where it gets a little frustrated with me. Um you do build like you can build like those uh the Pokemon balls to collect them. But you have to craft Mm -hmm. those. And um, you build a a bench to make things. Then you have like a PAL... What was it called? PAL box? Uh,
2: Yeah, it's your your PC, your Pokemon box. It's almost exactly what it is. It just lets you make a base. The game is very like... Again, it's very... I can already tell it's going to be grindy. A lot of the whole point of the game is to automate tasks by catching a bunch of PALs. Mm. I don't think there's a story. It seems like the goal of the game is just to go to a bunch of towers and fight some strong pals i think that's what they're called still but it kind of just seems a game where if you have a lot of time and you just want to grind away at something it seems like a great option i mean a lot of people are enjoying it but i wouldn't consider like the pinnacle of gaming
0: yeah it's kind of a crazy game mark i tried it i like i said i'd starved to death i did some things it's it's a beautiful looking game it has like and it's got. Elements of Breath of the Wild or Tears of the Kingdom in it, too. Like, you can wow. climb anything. Um, and you do eventually get, like, a glider. And when you when you find things, it has a little of those, like, uh, music elements of, like, Breath of the Wild, which I was, like, really impressed. <laughs> um, and then you can design your character. And I think the, the special sauce here is... I think this is hopefully going to show Nintendo people want to do more with the Pokemon franchise. Not necessarily kill them with guns, but, you know, open world Pokemon. You can play online with your friends and it looks like a modern game because, I mean, it's amazing the size of these creatures. You can ride them. Logan, what did you do with one of your pals as a weapon?
2: So there's a little Firefox guy. And if you use a harness, you can pick him up and use him as a flamethrower. And I also used that to fight a bunch of thugs who were shooting me with an actual handgun. So that was an interesting experience to have in the first three hours. That's amazing. I know, that's what my thought was.
1: That sounds awesome.
0: Yeah, it's definitely not for me, but I could see, and a lot of people are just, especially if you're not a Nintendo, uh, like you don't own Nintendo, this is probably the closest you'll get to, you know, these type of Creatures, but with that uh, survival element, which people love, and it's huge on Steam. I think five million people on Steam have bought the game, which is just insane. Yeah, it's so there's, only there's the
1: highest one. concurrent player count, or something like that, already. It's a it's wild. crazy. Yep.
0: Yeah. And PlayStation was asked if it's going to come, and Shuhei Yoshida said yes <laughs> to PlayStation.
1: Good enough. Uh,
0: anything else? Logan? Uh, any other gaming
2: guess, moments? Yeah, I just want to say it's currently Pellword Apparently, has one million players playing right now as we speak which is wow. uh i don't know but might be one of the highest i think it's the number one game currently well wow. yeah that is insane and it peaked at two mil Jeez. 24 hours ago that's wild my only hope is that maybe nintendo will see this and figure out that maybe we want games where we can shoot I mean have a
0: well-crafted Pokemon game that's what I meant yeah
1: that's it yeah exactly
0: that's amazing well you know Mario got a game in uh, uh Mario's versus rabbits you know I mean guns are never yeah. out of the, the question that's it thank
1: you Mario I uh,
2: reference the uh, what was it e3 2003 where the one Nintendo person came on and said that Mario will never shoot hookers that is a real quote <laughs> what oh you didn't know about that no oh you can look that up that is a real quote that is that is their that was their marketing strategy for gamecube and that i wish i was lying there's a clip is in everything that is,
0: is that in the design doc for for <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yeah. Mar- Mar- Sorry, mario sunshine
1: <laughs> no dead hookers e- e3 2003 oh not there i was right there you go yeah. yep who said that
0: uh, Wada I <laughs> Miyamoto.
1: It's uh, a white guy, if I remember correctly. Oh, he's yeah, no it's there, some man.
2: dude.
0: Yeah, Nintendo's gone a long way. Yeah, they have. Um, anything else, Logan? You've been playing? Uh, that's it. Excellent. So, Mark, every in the dock. I'm looking here. You put something <laughs> down. I have no clue what you've been playing. Are you playing like a off? kilter
1: like mobile game no no uh so in the doc for everyone listening in the doc i wrote mario kittens in all caps with an exclamation mark because that's all i've been playing uh finn has learned the absolute delight that is uh super mario 3d world so i've been going actually that's a partial lie. He, he goes back and forth between uh, Mario Kittens and Mario Wonder. He loves them both. So we've been playing both. Uh, but lately, the last couple of days, it's been like full on Mario Kittens. So uh, we play with him. We let him play a little bit. He's getting really, really good. It's crazy just how quickly he's come along in his gaming skills of like being able to, you know, at first when he was playing, it was almost, you know, like he could jump or he could move, but like good luck trying to get him to do both at the same time. And in just like a couple of weeks, he's keeping up, he's getting bad guys, he's doing accurate jumps. He's like, he's, he's progressing through these games and yeah, I'm with him. Sometimes I have to kind of carry him along in his little bubble, but like we're still beating straight through beating like uh Super Mario 3D World like at Bowser's like very very close to Bowser's castle. So, um that's that's all I've been playing recently. I've been picking a little bit at uh at Pokémon Crystal, but um most of my gaming life has been completely consumed by Super Mario Kittens. Is that
0: the Switch version that has uh, Bowser's Fury? Yes. We have that, is, that is that is truly Bowser's Mario game. Kitties, especially when he Super Saiyans.
1: That's yes, yeah. We haven't uh, we haven't dabbled into that one yet because um, he really likes having more control. So I'm worried if if I give him Bowser Junior, he's going to get frustrated, and if I take Bowser Junior, he's going to again get frustrated because I can't lead him with you know whatever. So uh, it's. I am eventually going to get that one, but I think we'll, we'll beat this first and, and we'll see how we go from there.
0: Logan, you, we played 3d world back in the day, right? We played some co-op.
2: Uh, we did. Yeah. You know, that game is fantastic for every level of like a platformer. It's one of my, still one yep. of my favorite. I think it might be one of my favorite 2d platformers still just the simplicity, but the creativity in every level is very, it's very approachable.
1: Yeah. The one thing screwing me up is, uh, after playing Super Mario Wonder, the, the R button does very different things in both of those games. In Super Mario 3D World, that's your ground pound. In Super Mario Wonder, it's your special ability. So I usually have it as like an extra spin jump or a glide or something like Uh, that. So so many times when I'm trying to do a glide, trying to get past like a big gap or something like that, and I just instinctively hit that R button. And instead of gliding like Super Mario Wonder, I drop to my death. Not the best, but you know, it's, it's fine. It's all good. And then you have to game
0: after playing PlayStation, I'm like, oh, the damn buttons
1: are the wrong place. (laughs) Yeah. And it's also, like those times are the funniest though. Cause like when I kill myself and I'm like, Finn, don't move. Please don't move. Please don't move. Please don't move. Wait till I come back. Hold on. Wait, don't move. <laughs> and he just, sometimes he'll just stay. And other times he's like, nah, screw that. I'm going for it. I can do this myself. And then we start the stage over again. So it's good stuff.
0: Yeah, there was times when Logan there was some there was some really strain on our relationship through some of those Mario games where oh why are you throwing me in the why are you throwing me in the ditch oh this is not fun that's oh there's it. a bubble you game me off it. the
1: stage yeah
0: I think you truly yeah. learn your your children are capable of evil at certain stages in their life so Mark that's all I can say
1: yeah that's yeah that's very good fun, luck though. yeah.
0: that's awesome great game uh i don't think you ever did you beat bowser's fury oh yeah yeah okay okay i couldn't remember if you did i love that i i was so excited i'm like oh yeah we're gonna get uh another mario odyssey like in a couple years no (laughs) yeah
1: that's what we thought we thought this was like a test bed for the next one and then there's nothing yeah
0: that that still is uh the pinnacle year of uh nintendo for me yeah oh well um so for myself uh this is a fun story. So Logan got to experience this. So Logan played cyberpunk first uh-huh. and then he played, uh, uh, the phantom liberty expansion got that. Um, so when you look at like our, uh, gog or, or whatever, yeah, it's gog that is primarily good old games that has cyberpunk, uh, has all of our saves. There's literally like a hundred saves with Logan stuff. Okay, so then I'm like, okay. so I started playing hardcore. So I've talked about it. I started I by accident started Phantom Liberty and I absolutely loved it. And cloud saves are not as awesome as you think they are. If they don't work, Mm. Uh, none of my game saves cloud saved. Logan's did. Oh, no. And I was panicked. I was freaking out. I'm like, I'm not going to serve right like 35 hours in can't play Logan's safe because it's his story. So Logan and I are figuring this out. And thankfully I use backblaze and this is an ad for backblaze, but thank Mm -hmm. God I have backblaze because it's been updating my local saves and thankfully secured them. I was able to download them because they actually replaced my local saves too with Logan's. So thankfully I only lost like two hours of progress But man, oh man, be careful. Cloud saves. Make sure they're there. Do a local backup if you can. But that would have been so disappointing because I was having so much fun. And Logan and I have been talking about, like, he's been telling me, hey, Dad, do this type of, uh, don't piss off Johnny too much. Don't do this. So Logan's kind of like my Sherpa for the game. And I'll say, hey, what about this weapon? Or how do you do this? And he's amazing at the game. And I'm doing a different type of style play. But um, I panicked, Mark. I really did. And Logan was seeing it. And he was a trooper. So. Uh, kudos to my son oh you're muted Logan
2: I'm here for tech issues I'm pretty sure that's my uh, main role in life
0: (laughs) at least
1: at this point tech issues and showing him how to play
0: yeah he he definitely is the person like like trying to help me figure out how to eat in pal world so don't die Uh, (laughs) what is going on I'm not that incompetent I really am not but you know what the proof is in the pudding Sure, yeah. He's yep. going to me the side eye right now. That's great. <laughs> Thank you, son. Um, uh, but the game I've been putting the most time in, and this came from Gamefly, is Prince of Persia, The Lost Crown. Hmm. Um, I am eating this game up. It is amazing. I mean, I will not be the first person because everybody's talking about this game. If you love Metroidvania games, you love stylish combat, you like really fun story, you like um, really good combat with... Emergent platforming. This game's amazing. And one of the best things about this game, and if you don't know, it, like Prince of Persia started off as a 2D platformer, then turned into a 3D like action adventure game for many, many years. It's tried to come back. There was supposed to be a remake of Sands of Time. It's we don't know that game may never come back. But they made this, and it was such a surprise, and people were nervous about this game. It's a I think it's a $50 game or maybe full price, even people are complaining, but I'm like, it's well worth it. It's not a short game either. It's probably 25 hours and uh, it's got everything you want in a game like this. You can change the difficulty on the fly. Like you can play anything from this like baby mode to the hardest of the hard and Mark, even within it, you can change parts of the difficulty. Like if you want to play, like I want full on hard combat, but I hate traversal. You can change that. I love that. Tomb Raider, I think, did that back in the day, where it basically said, you might be good at something, but you might be bad at something else. Let's not punish you one way or the other. Let's focus on where your fun is, like maybe melee uh, or or parry. Logan is the parry master. I am not. So, you know, if you don't get parry right, it kind of punishes you in this game. So it's very important to know that. But when you get it right, you feel awesome. So I haven't played with those adjustments. I'm playing it like the second level of difficulty, but it's awesome uh love to pieces the boss moments are amazing and the platforming like i said is great you slowly get all of your upgrades like you get a bow and arrow uh i've not gotten the double jump yet i'm waiting for the double jump but i know there's a place i'm going to use it just like any great metroidvania uh you know you're going to get your bow and arrow and the cool bear bow and arrow is really cool because when you run out of uh, arrows it turns your bow into a shock room you can throw oh that's cool it's great. It gives you a secondary purpose because the arrows are a, a tough commodity. You can eventually increase the amount you carry, but they're not always respawning. When you kill an enemy, you might get an arrow, but you don't always get it.
1: Do you um, have to use it as a bow and arrow first or can you switch no, modes while you still have ammo left?
0: It's a long press on the Y. Okay. If you hold it. And then you aim it; you kind of see where the direction is going. Like you can, yep. and it bounces off things, so that's perfect for that type of mm. thing. Especially, if there's a lot of airborne enemies, which is perfect for it. Um, but you do need to use an arrow or the shock room to like uh, create platforms where you bet like a bud, and it's almost like flowers oh, or le- yeah. leaves that form. You Hit them, and then they uh, once you go on them, they despawn, so you have to hit them again. So it's got that great like Ori platforming. Um, that I absolutely love, and it's amazing. It does have time elements. There's a lot more things I haven't unlocked yet, um, but it's it's pretty amazing, and I can't say enough. But the coolest part, do I have it here? I don't, um, is I got the game, sir, Galileo G8. This is like an alternative to the Backbone, and it's USB-C, but it will work with iPhone, works with Android phones. Mm. It's awesome, but it's more ergonomic, so it's almost like using a full-on like Xbox uh, series controller or PlayStation where it's got like full sticks, full everything. It's got mappable back buttons and it works natively with PlayStation Remote, which is great. It works with the cloud, nice. like Xbox Cloud, and also Android or local uh, mobile games, Spark, if you just want controls, which is great. Sick. Love it to pieces. It works amazing. Um, I had so much fun with it. So, actually, while the NFL playoffs were going on, I was doing remote play on the PlayStation playing Prince of Persia. No lag whatsoever watching the game, playing it. It was amazing. I didn't need a PlayStation portal. Um, So if anybody's thinking now that uh, iPhone is going uh, USB-C, it's a great controller. And it opens wide, so it might even fit some, it can fit some uh, tablets. So it might even fit like the iPhone, like the iPad mini uh, if it has a USB-C port, but probably not yet. But maybe if it does, it would fit that because it opens up wide enough, which I think is super cool.
1: I can't remember if the mini's on USB C or not. I, I think the regular one has. I know my Pro is USB C, but I doubt it'd fit like a 13 inch Pro. Yeah. So um,
0: I've got it here. So, so you can see it. Yeah. It goes like that wide. Nice. And that it's looks got really like cool. uh, back buttons. And you can kind of see it's like, it's a it's a chunky boy. So it's got really mm-hmm. full on grips. And it's got these customizable buttons at the bottom. So you can choose the motor in for Xbox or mobile or whatever. Uh, it takes screen That's grabs. It. The software's okay. It's not as good as the Backbone. But for what I got, it's 80 bucks. The Backbone's uh, 100 It's great. And it's got yeah, a USB-C charging a one, spot. And it has a 3.5 headphone jack. Uh, if you got that to use it if you want. So I loved it. Cool. It was a great case for me to play remotely. Um, and I love it. So... It made my game yeah, a lot better, I, and you can. I'll just take it with me to, on. Like I'm going to Vegas this weekend, um, I will be playing probably some mobile games with it with uh, sticks.
1: Nice. Um, yeah, I, I downloaded the Prince of Persia demo on Switch, and uh, have not been able to play my Switch because of Super Mario Kittens. But uh, it it feels like a game that I kind of want to play exactly how you described it, watching something, picking up, you know, picking bits and pieces of of Prince of Persia here and there. Um, so I really want to test it on switch and see how it runs and see if it keeps up. And if it's subpar, then I'll get it on Xbox and just kind of deal with playing when I have the TV. But if, if I can play this, if it runs well on switch, I'd love to play it there because then I can pick it apart while there's something else going on on TV or while I'm here there or whatever. So, um, yeah, I'm hoping by the next episode, I've at least played the demo of this. If not oh, decided where so the happy. hell I'm going to buy it. Yeah.
0: It's a, it's got a great demo. Cause where it stops, it's like, Oh, wait, don't pull it away from yeah. me. It's right oh, before a boss yeah. fight is all I'll say. It just stops. Okay. Like introduce the boss. And it's like, Haha, just kidding. By the game, um, I've heard it runs fantastic on Switch. Mark like sixty frames okay. per second. It's wonderful. Good. It runs up to one hundred and twenty on the big boys. So it's 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 mm. a uh, it's a great game that I've heard this team is uh, potentially working with Nintendo on future properties, which makes me very happy.
1: Yes. Okay, well, maybe, yeah. Maybe, potentially maybe a Zelda this. game
0: might be in the offing, is what I've heard. Mm? they'd be very good they'd be very good okay oh well yeah so yeah very cool yeah yeah very very cool well that's what we've been gaming so i think it's now time to get to our bonus round but before we do that i think we need to thank our sponsors hey secret friends unite let me tell you about zencaster We use them for our show, and now they're supporting us. Zencaster is now the all-in-one solution making podcasting easy. It's the ultimate web-based podcasting solution. provides high-quality audio and video podcast production and hosting. With a full suite of professional tools, podcasters can seamlessly record, produce, and publish studio-quality content all from one dashboard. Being a creator has never been easier. And we chose ZenCaster because of the ease of use, uh, high quality output, and we it makes it super easy for our guests to come on. Uh, we had multiple solutions we tried before, and ZenCaster has just been the best fit for us. Why ZenCaster? It's now super easy to record a podcast with Zencaster. Log in using your browser and start recording a high-quality podcast right away. Record studio-quality sounds and up to 4K video with your guests. Feel a sense of zen knowing Zencaster's multi-layered backups ensure you always have your recordings in the highest quality, even if the connection is unstable. Have you ever worried what you sound like? Zencaster's post-production process makes you sound buttery smooth. It automatically removes those ums and ahs in your recording. It removes those awkward pauses in conversation, too. Set the right podcast loudness and levels while reducing background noise with the click of a button. So if you're interested in making an easy, high-quality podcast just with the click of a browser button, go to Zencaster.com slash SFU and use our code SFU. You'll get 30% off your first month of any Zencaster paid plan. I want you to have the same easy experience I do for all my podcasting and content needs. It's time to share your story. Now back to the show. And we are back with the Couchy Awards. This is 2023 Couchy Awards. We actually have an award, Merc, Uh, We have been doing this, I believe, since twenty. 20- 19. That's when we started the podcast. So quite honestly, this is like our fifth year, I think, of the podcast. So congratulations. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah. uh thanks for keeping me around. Awesome. So the couch is, me around. You can yeah. Me. Jeez. So the whole point of co-op is playing together on a couch locally. And that's why our word is couch. So it's the Couchy. So if that was confusing to people, I know Secret Friends Unite sometimes sounds like a dating app and a couch. Sorry, folks, get your mind out of the gutter. We're talking about gaming on a couch together. Uh, And please join us on our couch for future podcasts. If you're interested, let us know. But with that, we get into our awards. So we have our uh, different categories. So the first category is biggest news story of the year so um, we're going to involve our community in this so we've got some great submissions from a few folks so thank you so much for joining us in this in our couchies and i'll start off with uh our winter gamer random myers he says gta 6 trailer and how it was revealed how many people that uh that he worked was actually talking to him about the game so basically this is the game that breaks through to everybody who is not a gamer it's the one thing. GTA has been around for over 20 years and it still talks to people. Um, I saw the trailer and was pretty impressed. Don't Still don't know much. We probably won't see a gameplay trailer until next year, but pretty, pretty cool. Uh, your thoughts on the uh, GTA 6 trailer? I mean, not the trailer, but just the news of it. Logan, any thoughts? It's
2: a GTA game, for sure. Or maybe, I don't know. I mean, they showed about... I mean, it looks like a GTA game, that's all I can say. I mean, maybe uh, when I uh, have my
0: own kids, it'll come out, so that'll be great. And I never let Logan play the GTA games, so <laughs> I don't know if you've actually even played them, so I don't know if you have a take on it.
2: I mean, you can get a lot of information on the internet, and it's... I mean, it looks okay, <laughs> It's not anything like it looks like. People at this point just use it as a sandbox more than anything else. So this will just be a new sandbox kind of,
0: as to just to make new things. in, I guess um, when you're not old like us, you're less than impressed by where <laughs> we came from. So Mark, GTA Six, does this is this do anything for you? I mean, it, I mean, I I understand the importance of this game, but um, you think this was a huge story? You're muted, Mark.
1: Oh, sorry. I'm feeling like the same way that Logan was. Uh, I'm like, for me, it was like, you know, it's a GTA trailer. Like, yeah, cool. It's, there's another one. Yeah. It's been 80 years uh, since GTA five has been on, you know, 70 different console generations. Um, I, you know, like for me, it's, it's cool. Um, But at this point I kind of wanted to see more, like it's been so long, a little sizzle trailer showing like Florida guy and whatever is just like, I don't know. It's more GTA, whatever. Um, like Logan said, I think the the longevity of GTA is more the sandbox stuff and they didn't really show any of that. So, um, more recent GTA stuff has been a little too serious for me, a little bit, Like I I liked it back in the PS2 games with, you know, GTA Three and San Andreas and like when they do weird stuff like the Ballad of Big Gay Tony or whatever that one was called, like that kind of stuff was like a little goofier, right? Like even GTA Four with like Hey, Nico, like it was a little bit more cartoony, a little bit more animated, and I thought a little bit more fun. That made GTA like over the top, right? Like and when you try to get that five star level to see how long you could survive with the whole army coming after you. Um, like that was kind of, I don't know. I had fun with those games and then newer games. It's just kind of like, uh, yeah. Okay. It's like an episode of Sopranos mixed with like, Jersey and, Shore. like, yeah, I guess. Right. It's just like, and that's fine. Like I, I get the appeal of that, but like, there's something, I don't know. There's, there's some, some bit of that like funness that's kind of lost to me. In, in GTA five and seems like they are leaning more into it again in, in six. So it's like, I'll see show, show me more before I'm going to get like super excited about it. But like, I mean, it's GTA, it's going to be good, but yeah, I'm feeling the same way. Like, okay, cool. It's, it's a trailer.
0: Yeah. I think because technology is, you don't see those advancements. It looks yeah. very similar to GTA five. I know it's better of course, but to me it's like, once you get to a certain point, uh, it's like the graphics aren't blowing you away. And everybody's like, oh, you're going to do this. You're going to do that. I'm like, cool. Um, <laughs> but it doesn't feel like it's like breaking new ground. Once we see gameplay, that's when they'll they'll wow us with, you know, what makes us special. But at this point, to me, it's too soon. Uh, we probably have to wait a later, probably end of the year before we get a gameplay trailer because the game isn't coming out until 25. So a little bit soon. But I think it's just like, yeah, this was expected. And, and nothing blew me away, but yeah, it's going to be pretty. Um, let's see famous Sheamus, his story, Mark.
1: Yeah. Uh, so the, the biggest, biggest news story from famous Sheamus. um, I'm just going to read this one. The fam- famous Seamus wrote a ton of stuff. Some of them I might summarize, but I think this one's important. Uh, I'm going to do something Jeff Keeley won't do and say something about the tons of layoffs that happened throughout the year. Microsoft, Ubisoft, BioWare, Naughty Dog, Epic Games, Amazon Games, Bungie, the entire disgusting way. Embracer Group has been shutting down studios left and right and somehow um, even more. Yeah, I've, I've read some uh, – today or yesterday. Um, like thunderful games was even laying off a bunch of people like indie, indie studios. Uh, it's, it's crazy. Um, Seamus wrote it effing sucks. Uh, this may have been a great year for games, but terrible for developers. It's just despicable how companies can give CEOs and higher ups millions of dollars, um, in, in bonuses and stuff like that. I'm assuming as well. Uh, but won't give their employees any job security. Sorry. This one's a bit of a downer, but I felt that someone had to say something. Um, I don't disagree. It's uh, it's a, a new story that oftentimes kind of gets you know it doesn't get the attention that something bright and cheery does, but um, important nonetheless because these are the people making the games rather than the CEOs just being like, "Hey, make a shooter that is online and people will buy DLC for." Um, let's sell, sell a twenty dollars Hello Kitty charm for a gun, and uh, I'll. Buy a second yacht, and uh oh, also twenty five percent of the workforce is fired like t- yeah t- valid uh downer of a news story for sure
0: yeah, you can't be creative and worried for your livelihood, and apparently Gdc did a, a poll and said over fifty percent of the developers feel like their job is at risk, so that's scary um wow. kotaku does a good list of like uh, layoffs uh seven thousand layoffs in 2023 and 23 days into 2024 and 3,800 layoffs have been announced in 2024. Twitch, uh, you know, uh, Riot just came out. Um, uh, You know, even Microsoft had huge layoffs in 2023 and they're the most valuable company in the world, even beat out Apple. So um, that's unfortunate because... We want people to be creative and people to feel like like Logan's age, to feel like they could have a career in gaming versus feel like, why bother if I'm going to spend my yeah. creative basically to help a, someone make money off it and then unemploy me when my game is released. Yeah. Sorry, Logan. We're making this a really uh, positive experience for you as you go off to college next fall. Um, but Logan's going to be a teacher, so he'll probably teach people. Don't don't go in gaming. Go into cool stuff yeah. like yeah. teaching and music, like me. Um, ah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, so uh, thank you. Uh, we'll get back to their picks for future categories, but we're going to get into ours. So for news story of the year, Logan, what was yours?
2: Mine was the Unity policy change. So. Ooh. To yeah. follow the long list of companies suddenly realizing they need to make money. Uh, Unity is like, well, you know how we said you could all use it for you? Well, we like really, really need money. So how about every time you there's a download, we take some of that money? And unfore- somehow they made they want to make this policy retroactive, meaning that there's a couple of companies that would straight up become bankrupt immediately. There's a very cool graph that I wish I could show that would be large amounts, like 20, 30, 40, 50% of their revenue from their game taken instantly due to redownloads, due to the game being sold for like... what? If a game is sold for like a dollar and they're taking you know some of that profit, I mean, they're barely able to scrape by. And at a certain point with enough downloads, they're actively losing money, which defeats the point well. of making a game if you're literally losing money on every single download. So yeah, thankfully, they decided to roll it back after everyone reasonably got upset about that kind of policy but it is scary because they are within their legal rights to do that they own the platform they're able to change the agreement whenever they want it's just they do need to make money but i don't think they i think they should have probably thought of that before they made it completely free for everyone to use or really cheap for everyone to use yeah. same thing with like reddit like oh suddenly need to make money now <laughs>
0: twitter though that i don't think we'll ever make money <laughs> Um, the, the funny part about that, Logan, I, I think I was telling you, like um, it, 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 they even said uh, Unity was saying, "Well, uh, what about games on Game Pass and PC Plus?" Oh, Microsoft and Sony will cover that. And they're like, "Oh, uh, <laughs> we will." <laughs> yeah, sure. Sure. Yeah, great idea. Um, yeah, and Unity has become like the it's and it the problem with that is a lot of people who learn game development, that's what they know. Unity. Uh there are other free engines, you know, that we have Unreal, obviously, and they have different deals with developers, like we'll take a cut, or if it makes so much, we'll take a cut. But there's others. Um, you know, hopefully somebody will create a tool set that's usable uh, like those, like in Adobe Premiere alternatives. I mean, you know, there's alternatives for other things that people use um, and hopefully those come about. So people don't have to feel like, well, I got to use unity because that's all I know. And uh, mm. that's a challenge. Yeah. It's, it's a shame and they did change in their leader um, uh, resigned, but looks like they're not done doing stupid things. So I assume a lot of people will probably, choose to look at different engines and different things in the future
1: that's that's the thing there's there's a difference between we need to make money so let's do something to make money and we need to make money so let's create a policy that's that's going to bankrupt us in a year you know like nobody if if they've done this before and they say we're probably going to do some stupid things again like the answer is, okay, I guess we're not using Unity anymore. Like nobody's going to pay them. People will shut down their games full stop. It's a, a a digital world, right? Like you can get rid of a game. We've seen it happen. We've seen games die, be unlisted and whatever. Like people will straight up just like companies will just say like, oh yeah, sure. We'll go bankrupt to give Unity money. no. No, nah, sorry, we had some fun, but we're pulling our game. You don't get a cent, and we'll never use Unity again. Like,
2: I think Cult of the e- Lambs uh, threatened to—I uh, don't know if they did or they just threatened—but they did say like they were going to move off of Unity just so that they wouldn't have to deal with it anymore. Which is, I mean, they, they've managed to turn into something where like, hey, we're going to make money too. Now they have really negative favor, so now they're going yeah. to in a worse spot than they probably would have been if they just asked for like donations, like Wikipedia though. I don't think many people 100%. would donate to Unity, but it would have been more than now, where I think they're now losing probably more money with
1: worse favor. Absolutely, yeah. Market. Like if you're starting of, a new game, you're not using Unity. Like, no. it, it, with with this kind of thing threatening, like, they, why would you?
0: Mark reminds me of Darth Vader, where he his you know Darth Vader is a great negotiator because he essentially says, "What does Darth Vader say about like contracts and agreements?"
1: No, the uh, pray
0: I don't alter
1: them further, basically. Is, yeah,
0: <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. The Darth Vader school of negotiation.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Insane. Uh, yeah, it seems Except like we're getting the, hit. The people that run this don't have choking powers or a lightsaber. Yeah, except on your
0: purse strings uh, and your your future funds. Um, yeah, that's that's you know what we're getting hit on all sides. You know, layoffs, and then uh, we're just going to make it unprofitable for people to make money off of game development. You know, it's a perfect world. So uh, yeah, go into game development, folks, because uh, you know everybody's looking out for you and want you to prop you up. Uh, so with that, Mark, what's your game story?
1: Hopefully, you got a little bit more positive spin, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my mine was. Uh the the activism blizzard xbox finally happened i'm just happy that that just happened we we knew about it for way longer than than just last year but it it finally being over finally being a thing figuring out who's getting the streaming and these kind of rights and all that kind of stuff it's all figured out it's all done and i'm hoping this is the year that we learn what Xbox is doing with with some of those studios, and and you know, bringing back some franchises that need some love, some stuff that call you know that that Call of Duty has sucked all these developers into, and and that kind of stuff. And it's like, no, guess what? Yeah, you're getting a new Spyro game, and you're getting a new this and that. We can do something with Skylanders. We can do something with. Um, you know, whatever it is. Like, it's just Guitar there, hero. There's so much there that we could guitar hero. Yeah.
2: Nah, um, I don't know about that.
1: I mean, like Fortnite with a competitor, like, come on, let's, let's go. Let's yeah. Just I'm, I'm ready for some, some cool up. So I think that finally being a story that we can close that chapter in 23 is going to lead to some cool stuff in 24. And I'm excited.
0: I think uh, letting Activision in those studios do something new is the best thing for them. Um, you know, if we don't get a Call of Duty every year, that's not a bad thing. Let some of the people that were making those and sports studios, let them do some fun things. Mm-hmm. Um, my new story is um, Baldur's Gate 3 comes out of nowhere uh, and kind of takes the world by storm. Uh, we saw it won game, we- game of the Year at the Game Awards. Uh, people are finally trying out a game that I think people would have never uh, assumed was a fit for them, and that is basically a, a computer RPG that was playable on uh, platforms, uh, consoles like PlayStation and Xbox, and uh, people are finding out that uh, d- it's, it's completely based on d the fifth rulebook, and the fact that that game essentially says you can do whatever you want, including um, husbandry with people that can turn into bears um, <laughs> if you want. Um, and, and I love that because it, it's essentially opening up the world of RPGs that has essentially been gated by PCs to consoles owners. And it seems like it's highly successful. Um, the, the developers showed what you can do as an independent studio. Uh, the voice acting is amazing. People are falling in love with these characters. And, uh, essentially it's basically saying you got to be okay with making decisions and having those decisions play out and you don't get to go back and everybody will have a different story to tell. And that's what I love about RPGs. When they do that type of thing, it's not a, it's not a, uh, beeline straight story. It can go different ways. And every story is a different in your story is going to be unique from somebody else. And I've heard like the ways you can like the fact that you can talk with every animal is amazing, and every animal is voiced. Fully voiced, with dialogue. I've heard, like, I I saw the murder of squirrels. I don't know if you guys saw that, where they killed a squirrel. It's horrific, but it's funny. And it took the world by storm. I love that, and I can't wait to see someone's going to be inspired by that game and make the next cool game, and I love it. Um, Baldur's Gate Gate hasn't been a thing since, like, the early days of, like, 2000. So the fact that this Mm -hmm. game came back and found an audience, it was actually an early release on PC where I think it was like 2000. It came out on PC and essentially they were told if you play this game early, your saves won't continue. So essentially you're just being there for the moment. And then people, when it officially launched basically had to start over again and they said, that's fine. I want to do it now. So I I think it's great. Um, The proof is in the pudding. I have it on my steam account. I am so intimidated by that game. And Logan it's, it, Logan, it's yours to play if you want. Um oh, no, But I am worried that it's not for me, but I just wanted to pay for that game to basically root for that team. Cool. So there we go. Uh So now we get into just some more of our fun categories. These are just like goofy. So favorite hardware slash gaming purchase. So at this point, let me look down to see. Oh, Brandon Myers. He says his gaming PC. Yeah. He's been buying lots of stuff. He bought lots of different hardware. He bought what the Logitech uh, cloud gaming thing. He's been having a great time and he's really been enjoying PC, especially PlayStation releases on PC. So Brandon, I appreciate that. That's awesome. PC is a lot of people are going to PCs this year, which is great. I think it's fun.
1: For sure. Uh, famous Seamus had one for this as well. Uh, close second. He said, part of me wants to go It's a special edition for persona three reload. Um, but that was only a pre-order didn't come out. So he didn't think that would count. So he gave this award to all of the awesome art and photos and cool stuff that he gets uh, supporting artists at conventions and like different like websites and stuff like that. Uh, like black Friday sales, he picked up a bunch of stuff. I've seen this guy at two different conventions last year. Like he's not lying. Like he posts his stuff in the secret friends discord, but like he's going through conventions with like bags, like ready to go. If you see famous Seamus coming towards a vendor, like a little vendor town or whatever for like a convention, like get ready. He's supporting you. Like oh yeah, he is the man when it comes to like supporting – local artists and just like the, the, the talent that goes to these conventions, like incredible. I couldn't even believe his like the, the halls that he was going away with at the conventions. I saw him like just amazing support for all the artists that show up. It's, it's awesome.
0: Yeah. And, and quite honestly, I think if if famous Seamus would need like two houses to put up all of his artwork Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. And he's got, yeah. he just, and he even really buys things, which is funny. Uh, But yeah, I love his support of uh, artists and the things he loves. So it's, he's always yeah. excited to show us. And I love seeing it because I know what the feeling is when I go to conventions too, Mark, I'm sure you've seen it where you're like, I want to buy that. 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 And it's hard to resist.
1: I got so overwhelmed at one of the conventions and he's going with like, two bags full of stuff at least. And I got so overwhelmed that I bought one pouch and had a list of stuff that I wanted to go back to and then completely forgot. I ended up in a different, like a different section of the convention and was like, yeah, I need to go and like completely forgot to go back and pick up all the stuff. Cause I didn't want to carry it around. And, and then I just like, I got home and I was like, I'm dumb. Like I, there were so many things that I wanted and like, I missed the boat completely. So yeah. like, yeah, he just, he just goes for it. He just does it. It's, it's awesome.
0: Yeah. Logan, Logan has seen it. We bought stuff at cons together, Logan, and yep. uh, your stuff is not framed. Typically it's hidden away. We're bad about framing and putting stuff up in our house yeah. too. So, uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll get better at that. But yeah, it's awesome. I always feel like it's, it's the hangover. you like, like, oh, I bought that. I didn't remember <laughs> It's always like that way. Oh, very, very good. So uh, let's go to Logan. What was your favorite gaming slash hardware purchase? Uh, New RAM
2: sticks for my PC. Uh, That's a fun story. So my computer, that is about a year, maybe two years old now. Summer
0: 2022.
2: started having random issues where it would just blue screen crash out of just nowhere. And reached the point where it would happen about every... Three, four minutes, and I'm like, okay, well, something's wrong with my RAM. I run my memory test. I learned that you're not supposed to have more than one error for a memory test. When I ran it, I had, uh, I think, 16,000 errors all off by one bit. So that was a little bit bad. Took them out. We're going to, like, okay, we're going to go buy some. We go and buy some, plug them into my PC. Uh, the computer won't start.
0: It broke his PC.
2: And so, like, uh, Okay, well, then we tried a bunch of things. Like, okay, well, maybe it's just – let's just see if these work at all. So he gets the uh, great idea of plugging the RAM sticks into his PC. Uh, His board does not take that type of RAM, so it breaks his PC. So now we have no clue what's going on. (laughs) He leaves. Two hours later, I manage to get both of them working. I just cycle, like, the the battery – uh,
0: Market. Uh, it is was horrific. the I day. looked at it. Logan was taking like metal sticks, metal like uh, pieces, like a little little uh, tweezers, and rebooting it like with a short circuit. It was like this is not PC gaming. Shouldn't be that hard. <laughs> no, yeah, I, you have to short circuit <laughs> the battery in order to clear
2: all the power so that you can, like, do a fresh restart,
0: mm.
2: which literally uh, requires you jamming just a metal thing into the battery and just being like, "Hey, this, hope this works." Yep. yeah that was that was fun and it was the ram we had to buy ram again and that ram worked so i don't know
0: anybody want to buy some bad ram yeah jesus
1: yeah it may only break two pcs <laughs> yeah holy crap wow
0: yeah that was a fun that was a fun bonding moment that wasn't too fun um yeah, yeah.
1: only a
2: couple thousand yeah. dollars mistake you know it's okay it could have <laughs> gone long. completely wrong yeah, yeah but just we survived. On, yeah, yeah.
0: it's like 60 dollars in ram later yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh Mark,
1: what's yours? My RG thirty-five XX for sure. Uh love my little retro gaming Game Boy machine. I have convinced a couple of other people to get them. Uh, the most recent one. Uh I actually ended up copying my SD card because Uh, he just loved like the little hacks and stuff that I had done to mine, uh, the little modifications to like the garlic system and stuff and different, um, all the different ROMs that I had. He was like, this is perfect. Just, just, just copy this. So, um, that was, uh, that was, it was awesome to to see that. (laughs) Um, yeah. Um, yeah, so it was, it was cool. It was, you know, it's, it's, it's cool to just like show it off to other people that like, uh, you know, classic Game Boy games and, and retro games in in general and um yeah it's it's neat so um yeah uh everick you can send me my my finder's fear or, or whatever you call that uh anytime anytime you want to cuz uh i've i've sold several of them at this point i think just just like taking it with me and showing it off and playing pokemon and uh, any place that I can, or like the Grimace game from McDonald's that was released on Game Boy for some weird reason. That should have been my favorite news story. That was such a weird <laughs>
2: game. Yeah, Grimace. The Grimace uh, got about I that entirely. Or Argin- Argin- Grim- yeah. Game Boy Color, right? What's the game? game Boy Day? Color.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, it was ac- it was solid. Like it was fairly. On a skateboard. Like, kind on of a skateboard. Yeah, yeah. For some of it,
2: <laughs> is, that, is that your one selling point? There's a the skateboard, so it's like the best game.
1: Grimace so. on a skateboard. That should Gr- sell millions. Yeah. Sure. If, if that didn't sell you, I don't know what will. Like it's grimace on a skateboard. Come on. They
2: didn't put in, um, they put they didn't put in the Game Award just because it'd be too unfair. It wouldn't be interesting if it won every category. So they just hundred percent.
1: Yeah, would have yeah. swept. Um, yeah, for sure. It, it was. I mean, it was like for a weird free McDonald's tie-in to a Game Boy Color game coming out in twenty twenty-three. Like it was better than it should have been for that description. i a specific
0: much. category to
1: make it. We don't even know who yeah. made the game to be honest. Uh, Oh no, we? I found out who made it. I can't oh, remember oh, offhand, okay. but like I, there was someone that made it and it was through, they basically used it, um, like a, like a free online tool that you can actually like design games. It's like game designer, or game boy color designer, game boy, something. Um, and that like it was, with it was
0: Shigeru it was, Miyamoto. <laughs>
1: Um, I can't remember what it is, uh, what it was made, but it was like, it's so random. It's so great. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, cruel toys developed it. Oh, um, interesting. Yeah, And you can actually get like, you can play it on their website, but you, you like, it actually runs on the, the original yeah. hardware. That's um, awesome. Just, just wild. Gotta love it.
0: Very, very cool. I also had an RG35XX and uh, last time I saw it was when I was in Europe. So maybe it's in Europe. I don't know. Uh, I did get a replacement that uh, I showed you, market. It's kind of like more looks more like an SNES uh, controller with a screen in the middle, but I loved it and I still have it and I still use it. It's fun. Uh, so I like that. The year nice. of the, uh, uh, you know, retro emo devices is definitely 2023. So uh, if you like that, yep. buy one fun um for me it was my gaming pc because i was struggling logan knows my my woes with my old gaming laptop it was like 150 degrees celsius at times or ridiculous uh, would 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 fry an egg uh so i eventually found someone to buy it off of me and i bought a gaming PC or i built a gaming pc logan we built why logan would you Flasher. sell that breakfast i and know. games? exactly I they, you could boil
2: tea in it just pour it in the water starts boiling 100 degrees celsius perfect
0: Exactly. (laughs) Uh, But it was so much fun to build it and get it going. And it's really stable, works great. I love it. And I'm back into gaming. I'm doing a lot of PC gaming. I love it. Um, You know, I work at my desk all day and you think, hey, you should probably not sit at your desk and game, but I love it. I think it's great for certain type of games. It just works that way. Uh, Others, I want to sit on my couch, but I love my gaming PC. What can I say? It's really fantastic. So, um, especially with Steam and sharing libraries with Logan, it's it's been great. So, uh, love it, love it, love it. So, on to the next category. Old game you finally played slash beat in 2023. This is kind of like that. The You know, we're talking about we want to really support old games too, not just the most uh, new and modern. Uh, so, with that, so Brendan Myers said old games... Star Wars Fallen Order, even though he played it before, but he wanted to revisit it before Jedi, Jedi Survivor, which is a good idea. Sometimes go back yeah. to so you're up to
1: speed. Um, Mark? Uh, yeah, Famous Seamus uh, went back to Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, the first game he bought on PS4, never finished it due to other stuff, and uh, still needs to beat the DLC, but finally, um, finally went back and, and finished it.
0: That's fantastic. It's a game, game I had to play on story mode because I was not very good uh-huh. at the combat, but I like the story. <sighs> Logan, you give me a you're giving me that disapproval. <laughs> My difficulty a is <players, laughs> highest.
2: I had to play at the highest difficulty on every game I play just cuz it it feels more rewarding to me. And then I backseat Shame game him, him every time I see him playing a game, so I'm sure he loves that.
0: Yep. Oh, definitely, oh. yeah. Well, let's get into what old game you finally played to beat in two thousand twenty three for you, Logan.
2: There's two. One of them I'm really proud of. That's why it's here. The other one is just a good game. I finally played Doom Eternal in the DLC. I don't know how I haven't played it yet. Oh, that's right. It was fantastic. I loved it. Played the Xbox. It was. Yes. It is great experience, especially on like the uh, higher difficulties. It is very hectic. It's crazy. It is... I don't know how, how I didn't play it. I I played Doom 6, 2016. I tried it, and I just... It felt a little bit slow. It was a bit weird to me, but hmm. Eter- Doom Eternal just... It, it felt like it flowed a lot better. It was a lot more fun. I, was, I will say the one, uh, the DLC... It was okay. <laughs> it was cool, but I think the base game is still really, really good. And then my second one was I finally beat Celeste Chapter 9, Farewell, hmm. after... Oh, three years of being stuck on it and just not touching it. And I ended up with a total death count of, I believe, uh, 7,000 deaths because wow, I worse. would try it on and off and then I would give up. And I finally just said, well, I'm going to sit down. And I think it took me eight hours straight.
1: <laughs> so, but I That's did such it. a reward game to finish. It. Yeah. Yeah. So amazing. And one of those ones that like, Usually, like depending on the game, especially now where like my gaming time is limited and my like you know who has the TV is limited for me. Um, like sometimes I will turn down difficulty for that. That's one game that I was like, Mm-mm, I'm not touching the difficulty on this one. I'm playing it full stop, and as if I die seven thousand times, I'm doing it. Like such a great game. Yep. Yeah, cool. it's part
2: of the it's part of the experience, the deaths, you know, the whole literally climbing the mountain. It was a fantastic game. Story's great too. Music's amazing. Even after the uh fiftieth hour, I think I've heard that one track play, it's still it's still really good.
1: Yeah. Very so cool. Good. How about you? Um, this was a weird one for me because uh most of like if I'm going back to an old game this year has been all about Oh come on uh, replaying Pokemon games. So I'm going to like, although I finished those games before, I kind of want to say that as like the game I've been going back and focusing on and trying to like beat each mainline game or an, an entry, a version of each mainline game. Um, so finishing fire red. And I suppose that was the first time I did play fire red. Cause I, I only played uh Pokemon blue. I never played fire red or leaf green. Um, so I suppose I could say that one, uh, I have played, uh, gold, but I've never played crystal. So that's what I'm playing now. So, um, yeah, I guess I'll, I'll use those. Uh, I also went back to kind of finish up, uh, Star War- Lego, Star Wars, the Sky- Skywalker saga. Um, cause I, I'd, I'd bits and pieces of that, but then kind of went back, uh, to that one and, and, um, and really kind of focused it, uh, towards the end of the year. So. Um, yeah, but Pokemon, I think would be my my big one. What about you, Todd?
0: uh you know I I, I I really had two. uh so these are games I actually played and completed. Um, so one of those would be the uh, Mortal Kombat Eleven aftermath. This was the DLC for Mortal Kombat Eleven. Never got to, but I went back because Mortal Kombat One was coming out. So loved it. I'm a sucker for uh fighting game campaigns, and this game was great was wacky, it was over the top, it was awesome. Plus, I got all the DLC characters that I finally got to play, like Robocop. It was a it was a blast. I absolutely loved it. So beat that. The other game that I Finally played uh, last year or in 2023, but it came out in 2022. Was Evil West? And Evil West, I've talked about this before. It's essentially one of those like B tier games that just feels so good playing. You're you're killing vampires. It's over the top. It knows what it is, and I loved that game to pieces. So it was Evil West. So uh props to that studio. I hope they get to do something bigger and brighter in 2025 or whatever they do in the next game because I. Thought that game was a guilty pleasure that I just uh, wasn't very g- feeling guilty about. I loved it. Awesome. So now we get to the kind of mixed bag awards, uh, <laughs> uh, and this one, Mark, uh, I don't. You
1: explain what this award is. The uh, the, so the this is the hot trash in the summer award, uh, named after our our dearly departed friend Bobby Pauls. Um, So if Bobby had this amazing way of – you could like something or you could be trying to argue the good points of something and be like, well, you know, it's not all bad. There's this you could like about it. There's that. And with one dismissive little like sentence, he'd shut down any argument and that would be pretty much it and usually that argument was, now it's hot trash in the summer. And you can't really come back from that. That's it. Like if it was hot trash in the summer, argument's done, you're moving on, that game's just hot trash in the summer. So this one uh, is named after, you know, it, and it's, it's weird to name something like, you know, disappointing or whatever. But like, to me, that was like just such you're a Bobby. Bobby thing of just like, right. Like it was, he could just shut down like whatever. And I'd always try anytime Bobby and I get together, be like, Oh, Nintendo showing off this thing. It looks okay. It's like maybe this person it's will a Kirby a game game is going to be a high. Right. Yeah. I'd be like trash in the summer. No, ah, oh, shit. I'm yeah. shut down. So like, you know, Bobby, we love you. miss you. And, uh, you know, I'm sure you're, you're, you're looking down and saying like, God, shut the hell Keep up. Keep moving. Yeah. <laughs> Keep him moving. That's hot trash in the summer. Exactly. Uh, so here we go. This is uh this is a hot trash in the summer awards. Um what do we have from our, our listeners here? Oh Sean, yeah. Sean Nyas wrote one for this one, right?
0: Oh yeah, yeah. So Sean is uh he's our Microsoft critic at the moment, which is just sad. He says, uh, uh, Microsoft owns studios inability to launch games at the level of Sony. <laughs> makes me sad because yeah. i I even took Sean to that Microsoft game event at a theater. We went together, and yeah. I think he yeah. was so excited and hyped for Starfield. He even bought the like the watch edition, and yeah oh it yeah just did not, it doesn't pay off for him, yeah, and yeah. then Henry uh, Sean's son said Starfield, wow,
1: yeah, hardcore you can't really I mean, yeah, you can't argue too much. Uh, we also got the winter gamer. Um hellboy hot trash Aww. in the summer it hurts my heart okay. I love hellboy yep.
0: i didn't, i I was excited about the game, but I've heard it's got problems
1: and uh and famous Seamus redfall don't want to beat a dead horse, but wow, what a disappointment, especially from Arcane okay, fair um logan well,
2: what you got i one of i i'm not sure if I want to say this one because uh i I might be cancelled in real life actually uh oh no this <laughs> one is pretty easy. Destiny 2: Lightfall. That was something that happened. It was sad. I haven't touched the game. I think in about six months, which might be the longest time I haven't played the game since I started playing it again three years ago, just because of the community, everything going on, the layoffs. It's. I don't really want to touch the game. There's a delay on the DLC. I'm probably just gonna play it when the DLC comes out, and then just let it finally die off after hundreds of hours. It's sad, but I had a lot of fun playing it, so I'm not too sad. And then there's my one hot take. Tears of the Kingdom. Okay. I've talked about to this to it's you, Dad, it. before a couple times. Logan is my son, Mark, by the way. He is my son. I, <laughs> I, I, I really love Breath of the Wild. And I do get, like, but when you take seven years to make a game and a big reveal is there's a couple islands in the sky that are half of them are literally copy pasted and then the underground is the same as the top world but we inverted all the settings for the terrain it's like really you know after after i played it just it did feel like more the same and at a certain point there's it's always great to have more of a good thing but you can always have too much sometimes i was hoping for better breath of the wild not more breath of the wild i guess and it really did just feel like more. I, I love the fusion idea, but I guess they didn't really improve the combat where I think they should have. It's still just button mash, dodge sometimes. The story is better, but that was a low bar. <laughs> Let's be real. Yep. Yep. Uh, it it feels like there could have been more. I, I like the i the the concept. It just felt like everything needed to be explored a little bit more. If they did more of the sky islands or did more of the underground, maybe put some like cool dungeons underground instead of just Divine Beast Two. But
1: right.
2: yeah. I was hoping for more. I considering I beat all the shrines, it's hard to say that it was disappointing, but <laughs> I still felt like, you know, I it wasn't what I was hoping for, at least. Mm. Hoping for a little bit more.
0: Yeah. And Logan was my Sherpa in the game, and one of his yeah. favorite characters right now is Tulin. I even got him a game case with Tulin, and he loves Tulan. Uh, but yeah, when we talked about that, I'm like, I'm 50% through, but he helped me find the Master Sword, when I'm like, I don't know how the hell I would have found it without Logan's help. So um, yeah, I was surprised when Logan said that. I'm like, wow, you played so much of the game too, but you haven't even beat that, right? Uh, so, so what happened
2: is I almost beat the game on accident on after killing one boss just because I wanted to see what happened. happen. And I got all of the very final, final real phase. And I just neglected to go back and finish it. And I beat all the tries wow. and it never went back. And I put down the game. I, I think it was, oh, what would have come out around then? I can't remember. There's another game just drew my attention. And I just never went back. Probably Phantom Liberty. Hmm. Maybe. No, that would been in August. This was okay. in March, so I don't remember. Oh, Armor Core probably. That's what it would be. There you go.
1: Okay. Well, all right. I've got some issues with the game. I'm going to talk about that later, but ah, I can't really argue too much. On his hand, right there, Mark. Uh, I, you know <laughs> what? I, yeah, it's it's making my top five. But for anyone expecting someone with a Zelda tattoo to have Tears of the Kingdom, the follow up to one of my favorite games of all time, uh, anyone expecting it to be my number one, gonna be disappointed because it's not. Uh, so yeah, let's. Uh, I'll jump in with my uh, my hot trash in the summer award uh, is going to uh i'm gonna get canceled for this one too from sean and henry i think specifically because they are going after xbox and i'm going after sony because i don't think sony has brought it and stepped up and supported psvr2 the way that i wanted them to they just kind of put this thing out to die as far as I'm concerned. I haven't seen anything that's like, pick this up, you know, like add this, spend another PS five level amount of money on this accessory that still has to be tethered into a dumb system. Uh, you know, like with all these other wireless headsets coming out and like stuff that can also wirelessly connect to a PC. Like we've talked about Todd, like, a Quest, Quest 2, Quest 3 isn't tethered to just or isn't stuck with just what will run on the Quest. You can wirelessly connect it and stream stuff from your PC and expand the library a whole lot. So, yeah. PSVR 2, I've been waiting. I even said like my predictions for what I want from this year, last episode is like they need to bring it. They need to give us a reason. I thought that was, I hoped. Because I love VR, I want PSVR to, to succeed because I think rising tide is going to raise all ships and I want everything to succeed in VR. I want Apple's crazy expensive new vision pro to succeed, even though they're not saying that's a VR thing, but I still like, I want that to, to work. Um, and I want the quest and I want all the competitors and stuff and I want the PSVR to, uh, to work as well. Um, I haven't seen that from Sony. I'm thinking it's another accessory that they're just like, I don't know, here's a couple of things and whatever. It's not really selling. So we're going to get rid of it. So um, I hope that's not the case. I hope they bring it this year, but like hot trash in the summer award, everything that they've done with PSVR two up until this point.
0: Well, uh, the, the jokes on you or not, or maybe the jokes on, Sean and and Henry, they bought an Oculus
1: (laughs) (laughs) three. (laughs) So there you go. So
0: they, that tells you something right there. And we'll talk about some of their, uh, their, their gaming habits there. So yeah, I I can't deny that. Yeah. It's very frustrating. And, um, it it does feel like something where uh, PlayStation hardware versus the developers, we're not on the same page because, yeah, we rarely hear about that, and we don't haven't heard any of a uh, we haven't heard of like a God of War VR. We haven't heard about like a big property coming to VR, except for Horizon, which we have. There's not even an AstroBot uh, for PlayStation yeah. VR, which was a huge part of PlayStation vr1 so that's that's a shame i really wish they really put their mouth uh or their money where their mouth was um
1: and when when it was first released like you know it was like prettier versions of everything from the quest 2 right like the star wars game and everything yeah but then they released quest 3 and it's like here you go (laughs) it's wireless and and it's like yeah shoot okay
0: yeah, and I've talked to Logan. I'm like, I wish I they had a trading program for a Quest One because I would definitely get a Quest Three over a PlayStation VR because I don't want to be tethered and I want to play with that tech. And I heard it's really cool, so it looks cool. Yeah. But we'll see how it goes. I know,
2: I know I am less optimistic for VR. I've always said like I think that VR is still at this point like a gimmick. Bar oh, wow. maybe Half Life Alex, which I think might be the only real game that I that I would consider like you know worthy of requiring VR to really be a better experience. But a lot of games just have VR as an added little feature. Not a lot of games need it to be a successful game.
0: Yeah. And I've played Half-Life Alyx on our Quest with uh, PC Link and it was still limiting, but it was still awesome. Uh, So I just want to do it wireless and Steam now is integrated within Quest 3 now. I think even Quest 2 with Steam. So it works directly. So it's like they're fully going like we want to play. And then we have game pass coming to, uh, or it's already on quest now too. So yeah, it's like, you see the future there and it's like, okay, makes total sense. So, um, well, I'm going to get us back into gaming, uh, mm-hmm. hot trash in the summer. Cause it's really sad, but I have to say this two games I said were most disappointing for me. And that's the last case of Benedict Fox. This came to game pass. I was really mm-hmm. excited. This seemed like a Metroidvania. I was going to love, it, it was kind of feeling like that, uh, I mean, you know the best way to put it this is almost felt like um a cthulhu that type of uh uh hr lovecraft type of feel just a complete miss for some reason i don't know what happened uh i know they were upgrading the game so maybe i'll go back to it but at, at launch it completely failed to me uh it just did not work so i i wish that game luck but it did not work and deliver what i was thought it would because xbox has been great of highlighting these smaller games that were great and this game kind of just like nobody reviewed it the reviews came out and they were not very kind um, the other game is Forspoken this is a Square Enix game come to PlayStation exclusive oh, yeah. totally missed the mark on the narrative it was wrong mm. the combat didn't match and I'm like I know they've improved it but wow what a huge miss from Square Enix and Sony on a PlayStation 5 you know exclusive Oh, what a huge miss. So let's move on. Maybe we'll get to something positive now. Most surprising (laughs) game. But, you know, quite honestly, you could put a twist on this, like, you know, the monkey paw to say, surprisingly bad, or, oh, I was so excited for it, and it didn't work out. So let's go to our group. I'll go to Brendan Myers. uh, uh, God of War Ragnarok Valhalla. And spoiler, that was mine too. The fact that we got a free upgrade to God of War, it added a uh, roguelike element, but it added story content as well. I played it. It was amazing. I'm not good at like high-end combat uh, games, but I loved it, and I thought it was awesome. This would work perfect for Logan, because we both shared God of War uh, 20 uh, Ragnarok. He loved it, too. I think he would be up right up his alley with high-end combat with story but that is mine as well. And yeah, Brennan, you're perfect. This is, this is exactly what I'm talking about. Adding value to old games and doing something mm-hmm. cool for free
1: is awesome. For sure. Uh, famous Seamus. exo primal. I thought this game would suck, but I was pleasantly surprised by how fun the game is. Um, that being, he has some, some more to say he'd be shocked if Capcom let the game last longer than two years, given the state of live service games and, and all that kind of stuff. But, um, yeah, Exoprimal. Pleasant surprise.
0: It's dumb fun. That is like the Todd version of things where it's like, it's not great, but it's a goofy shooting dinosaurs that are like mechanic and they launch from the sky. Yeah.
1: yeah. Logan?
2: okay. I found a hi-fi rush out of nowhere. So if you don't oh, yeah. know what that is, yeah, that is... An amazing game. If you don't know what that is, it's a beat-em-up rhythm game of all things. there are, it's beat-em up, but everything lands on beats. Every time you hit, it's on a beat. Every time an enemy attacks, it's on beat. It is bursting with charm. It is so well crafted, just out of nowhere. The animation is amazing. The way they switch from 2D to 3D. All the characters have such you know emotion. It's not, even, it's not that long, but it is a really great experience. The voice acting is fantastic. It's incredibly tight. I, was, I believe it was made by a Japanese studio.
0: If I... uh, Tokyo Gameworks, yeah. that, that Tango yeah. Gameworks, who is an Xbox yeah. studio that is from Japan, and they have some American devs too, but they're primarily a horror studio, which he makes it even crazier. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just
2: no fanfare, just out of nowhere, just dropped, and I loved it. It's one of my, one of my favorite games of this year.
0: I didn't yeah. know you played that.
1: I did. Oh, sneaky child. <laughs> that was a super fun game. That yeah, was really, yeah. really unique and just tons of personality and charm. I've heard they're, they're taking that to different systems. Like there are rumors that it's going to land on uh, Nintendo consoles, maybe PlayStation, wherever, but uh, yeah. yeah, more people to play that. Oh. I think the better. Cause yeah, it's super charming. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Great pick. Uh, Mine is, uh, like the surprise because it wasn't a surprise, but it was a surprise. Super Mario RPG. Mm -hmm. Like people have been asking for that for 20 years and Nintendo's always just been like, what, what do you mean? Super Mario RPG, that game doesn't exist. We'll throw it on a retro console and that's pretty much it. Like, don't worry about it. Um, you want Geno and smash brothers. Who's Geno? We don't know uh don't worry about it stop stop asking right like so and then and then just they just they're just like hey guess what we just remade this game and here it is and it's great and it looks awesome like what the hell guys like we've been asked why and just suddenly uh i I don't know i'm not complaining i loved it uh it's it's great it was a surprise and a pleasant one and uh yeah that's crazy perfect love it
0: oh my goodness um, yeah, so great year for games. Love that. Hi-Fi Rush was obviously a big surprise. Uh, Shadow Drop uh, out of the blue, and uh, yeah, good game. So very cool. Uh, and I would say just a bonus, and this is not a game I love, but I love that they did it, was f 99. That was uh, a huge oh, yeah. surprise. The fact that they built on the 99 franchise with F-Zero, which is a franchise people want to come back, but uh, I, I think the 99 franchise for Nintendo, I hope people don't look past it as a big innovation on Switch, especially Nintendo Online, because without the 99 series on Switch Online, Switch Online would feel like a very sad and lonely place, <laughs> to be honest.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. So good job. Race some cars. Get on top. I want to hear if somebody won. I have never won. I'm horrible. Uh, let's move on. Uh, to favorite gaming moment. So this is essentially, you know, why we play for these awesome moments. So I'm going to go to Brandon Myers. So he says, favorite gaming moment, when you get to play as someone else in a game far, far away. So he means Star Wars. Mm-hmm. So getting to play in Star Wars, I would agree. I almost love playing Star Wars games more than watching the movies or TV series. I agree. It's awesome to feel like you're a Jedi, you're a rogue, whatever. It's awesome. So thank you, Brandon. I agree. And, uh, keep being awesome may the force be with you.
1: Um, Oh, we did miss a, a the biggest surprise, uh, from, from Sean, uh, which oh, is the right. Fortnite, uh, update, just amazing from Lego racing, all that kind of stuff. Um, so I, I, I need to give a shout out to that one before we, we move on. Um, so the favorite moment from famous Sheamus, uh, invaders must die fight. Speaking of hi-fi rush, here we go. Uh, to those that don't know the song that was used in one of the trailers for Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Uh, it's a song he's always wanted to see used in a fight scene. And, um, he said, yes, those memes about people on the autism spectrum, imagining mind blowing fight scenes in their head while they're listening to music is true. All right, uh, and it was just a treat to see it being used. So I, I'm glad that that like uh, that fantasy vision finally uh, got fulfilled. Uh, famous Seamus, that's that's a pretty great. That's awesome. Yeah.
0: Excellent. Thank okay. you for including those, Mark. Uh, so yeah, uh, favorite gaming moment.
2: I I wish I could speak more on this, but I think that the oh, I don't know how much say. One of the endings of Phantom Liberty was one of the, mm. my favorite game moment, I remember seeing there after it happened, I'm like, there's no way they just made me do that. Like, that's, I don't know if I've had that many tough decisions to make, make in games. Even narrative, it's always like, oh, yeah, it's okay, well, that's the ending I chose. And I just go back and do the other one. But this one, it's like a little bit more, That they build it up so perfectly through the DLC. They they really characterize everyone. And that when they finally make you, force you to make a decision, you're not expecting it. You're right at the end, and all of a sudden, you're like, boom. Literally. Um, <laughs> I wish I could I wish I could. See. Spoilers? No. Well, that's why I want you to play that ending. I've heard, I've seen both endings, and I do think that the one that I completed with, I'm going to say this because you're not going to know any of that uh, context, with the space shuttle is
0: fantastic. Just to- Space shuttle? What? Mark, I don't think Logan yeah. knows what spoilers are. <laughs> <laughs> just it's a play it. you
2: get, all the endings go there but it's it's okay. it's just they, well, the way they built the characters is so amazing it makes those moments in the story so much more dramatic i don't think the base game really has that level of like drama like you care about the characters but at the end of the day it's your story so to have it where you're having to decide between different people and you like your characters in both sides it's a lot harder to make that decision and it's it is really dramatic. They make sure that it, it is the music swelling. They make sure it's raining. They do all the, the best, the very thing they can. They, it's weird because I, I do think that ending is a lot better than the base game ending.
0: Cool. Very cool. Yeah. Logan is mm-hmm. feeding me hints and tips on what I should do in advance of it, but being very vague. So he doesn't ruin it. So he's a good kid. So Mark.
1: Nice. Yep already kind of alluded to mine, so I won't go too much more into it, but just playing games with Finn, seeing his development, um, you know, and, and this year he's picked up a lot, but even last year, um, you know, playing, um, playing like the, oh, it's a gigantosaurus racing and stuff like that, that I've talked about on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, just little things that, that he could play the the outright games kind of stuff that, mm-hmm. that he's been able to play uh Paw Patrol world, like just that kind of stuff. And like, seeing him interested in gaming and now to see how that's carried over to 2024 it's just it's it's awesome but those seeds were definitely planted in 23 so that was like my favorite little bit of him like oh yeah this if i press this button you know rubble jumps or if i do this it's like you know i can race the cart or like the cart will kind of race itself whatever um so, like those those kind of things, that was, that was like my favorite stuff of uh, of last year.
0: Oh wow, we're getting to sappy dad territory, Mark. Yeah, I am the same boat. Um, <laughs> and this has kind of started off with uh, Logan and I when we talked about uh, God of War Ragnarok because Logan not played a God of War, so we talked about that last year. Where Logan and I would continue to talk about it, and we talk about our game experience, and in those type of moments, as a dad with the son, is really awesome. <laughs> Uh, cause I love God of War 2018. Logan has not played it, but I think he should. Yeah. Uh, 2018 play 2018. I think you should, um, just so you get that experience. But, um, for this year though, it was a game that was totally unexpected both. I think for Logan and I, um, that was final fantasy 16 oh. mm-hmm. because I wasn't, I did not played a final fantasy six, a game in years. I tried, uh, the remake, and it wasn't for me, but Logan really liked that. So I'm like, I've heard about 16. Maybe it's for me, because it's going to be more of an action-combat game. And I loved it. And then I started playing it. Logan saw me, and I think he heard the story, and he's like, hmm. And he perked up and then he started playing it, and I'm like, wait, you can't go beyond what I'm doing, and if you do it, I want to have <laughs> headphones on so I don't get spoiled, and we would go back and forth talking about it, our decisions and what we liked about the game, and, and it was an amazing experience to share that with a with, with someone you love and talk about it. And we're always in the house, so it's something to talk about. And uh, gaming is always something we've talked about and, and shared as love. But Final Fantasy C sixteen was awesome and it was his take on it and how he played it at the highest difficulty. I did not but we talked about our takes on the game and it just really added to my experience in the game. And Mark, obviously as you, as Finn get older, you'll have more of those experiences and it definitely adds to your enjoyment of games. And he'll disappoint you a couple of times saying, dad, I don't like that game. You love. And he like <laughs> stab you in the heart or like, dad, you're not good at games. I, you suck. I'm great. Okay. And I did you know that. Well, no, he doesn't. He's it's pretty plot, good okay. about it, <laughs> but he's like, why are you having a problem with that dad? Like, I'm not going to admit my, my weakness. Uh, so Mark, uh, remember that nope. when you're uh, a little bit older and weaker and uh, not as good, but it was absolutely a high of my life is just to share that with my son and he's right here. So um, awesome. yeah. Yeah. High five. Wait, Hold on. You're over here. Oh. oh there we go <laughs> nice it's like we're in the same room or something uh yeah so there we go favorite with the backgrounds
1: learned. you kind of forget and then you just like you see this yeah flash, exactly three like, oh, feet over really behind high high me
0: awesome. and you see him in my background vice versa maybe who go. knows um yeah we're professional uh uh gaming places. i say
2: with my um, sheep background
0: <laughs> so we so here we go into the meat of the show. This is our top five games in honorable mention. And uh the way this is gonna work is Mark and I have to decide what our co-op mode game of the year is. We call it the Heart of Hearts, and we may have to dig deep in our lists to find one we share. So Logan, sorry, you'll not be involved in this because quite honestly, I don't know if you play any of the same games that there, there's just no like a uh, Venn diagram that would probably cross between the three of us. So we got to eliminate that variable, but that's okay. Uh, we might get there. Who knows? We'll find out he now. He might
1: be the tiebreaker and the d- deciding factor. Who knows? We'll see how he this might. plays out.
0: I have a list of like 38 games I played this year, so <laughs> I can go deep. Uh, <laughs> I was not that it. prepared.
1: That's We're okay. going to make this up as we go.
0: That's okay. Thank you to all of my game sources. So let's start here. We're going to start with uh, basically round robin with the honorable mention. So we'll start with uh, Brandon Myers. Honorable mention. He gave us four, which is great. He said Fist, Forge, and Shadow Tech, A great Metroidvania game. Play that game if you can't. It's an older game, but it's awesome. Starfield, obviously, NHL 24, and Metroid Prime Remastered that came out at the beginning of the year. Great picks Brandon.
1: Uh yeah, we've got um I'm just trying to find if there's any others, but uh, the famous shameless uh, honorable mentions Persona 5 Tactica um is the only one he said it, it's, it's a game that feels more like Mario Rabbids than XCOM and an enjoyable story and seeing the Phantom Thieves again and new characters uh, was was great. Um so be a good good honorable, honorable mention there. Logan, uh,
2: it goes to all of the dumb rhythm games I've put way too many hours into. Uh, <laughs> Clone Hero. Uh, I hold on. Let me see if I can reach this. Yeah,
0: Clone Hero is basically guitar.
2: I uh, bought this. This is uh, like this was eighty dollars just so I could hardwire this we Les Paul guitar plus a
0: weird USB connector.
2: Yep. Yep. This is actually the second one because the other one was bad. And then the, a dance of fire and ice, which is I just recently started playing to procrastinate
0: for doing homework. So, and he's got he's now old, so he gets carpal tunnel
1: syndrome because of it. Yep,
0: yep. it was fun.
1: Right? Yeah, that's how it works. Yeah. Um, great honorable mentions. I like that. Really. Uh, and I I did something kind of similar with mine. Uh, I did shout out uh Fortnite's new modes because of the, the music modes, the jam mode, the Lego, and racing. It's it's just crazy. But it's still Fortnite, so I didn't feel like putting it in my top five. Um, I also threw Goldeneye in there, because that was such a weird oh, surprise yeah. of like a game we're never getting. And then, was it like January? Yeah. January, right? Last year? Or blue. It's came like out first thing, Xbox, right? Like just that blue, Switch. Just, Everybody's involved
0: except crazy. for PlayStation.
1: Neither version was perfect, but they no. were both a great surprise and a really cool thing, but like, I didn't want to give that like a game of the year kind of thing. And then for like an actual honorable mention, because I wanted something solid in here too. I did uh, TMNT shredders revenge. Cause I thought that was great pick. I forgot that came out this year. Oh my yeah. God. Crazy. year. Yeah.
0: Oh my goodness. Great year. Uh, for me, I have a tie. Uh, I said, Jedi survivor and phantom Liberty, fantastic games i beat phantom uh, i beat jedi survivor i haven't beat phantom liberty so maybe that's a cheat uh but uh because of my pc woes my my save things like that i loved it but i ended up going to the game out of the blue i didn't intend to start the game and i asked logan "I'm like should i play it and go like sure go have fun but you know and, and i love it so both those games are, are phenomenal and because it's such a great year in games. That's the problem. But So these are my both honorable mentions. So if you need to dig into the honorable mentions to get to a game of the year, I'm perfectly fine with that. But those are great games. I loved
1: both of them. Awesome. Number five. Let's jump in. Let's go.
0: Uh, So Winter Gamer. Uh, He says most likely in order. So I don't know if it's the bottom or the top. Maybe it's the bottom, I don't know. These are in no order. I'll just start with Diablo 4, even though I didn't play as much yeah. as I would like because you can't pause. Right. Uh, oh, Online gaming, you suck. Let us pause.
1: <laughs> For Famous Shamers, we have Penny Larceny, Gig Economy Supervillain. Yeah, Logan.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, make up that own description in your head if you would like.
2: Except, was that a confession or... <laughs> Nobody knows. Okay, so my uh, number five is The Lies of P. Weird Bloodborne X, I don't know, uh, Pinocchio. uh, Souls-like game. Fantastic, great game. Great way to remove all the dumb parts
0: from Souls-like games. Really fun. I watched him play. He was amazing,
1: Mark. It was cool to watch him play. Nice. Uh, I already mentioned this one as the most surprising game. I loved it. Number five for me is Super Mario RPG.
0: Good pick. Good pick. Great remake. And bring it up to speed. Yep. Uh, for me, Hogwarts Legacy. A game I wasn't sure was going to like. That game got a lot of bad press because of certain things in regards to the author. I totally get it. Uh, I understand why people wouldn't support that. Um, I was taken from a lens of myself and my wife. We both love the franchise and know how much joy it brought us. And we want to support the people that might be on that team that do support a LGBTQ plus lifestyle. Um, And that was the fact that the game even supports people doing some things that would support that. I loved it. I uh, beat that game. I loved it. I know so many people are finding that joy in that game. It's wonderful. And I can't see what, wait to see what they uh, do next, but I would love to see this be a sign of uh, giving a middle finger to horrible creators and letting the people that love the franchise have fun in that world and not let them ruin it.
1: Hmm. That
0: was my wife's game of the year too. Yeah, she she she
1: made my hours in look just like <laughs> done, a, a rookie. She made everyone's hours look like they were a rookie. That's uh she, she put a ton into that one.
0: Absolutely. So number four, um, let's see, going back. Oh, and Sean, uh, number five. So he didn't put his in order either. Um, looking mm. at this list, I'm going to say uh, probably NFL pro era two which I did play at Sean's house. I actually have a video. Sean took a video of me stubbing my toe as I ran playing the game. It was ridiculous. It's a hell of a great way to play football in VR. So, yes, I look like an idiot, but we had a fun time. And then Henry, um, I'm going to say Avatar, the new game for Ubisoft, it's a cool game. It uh, wasn't for me, cool. but I could definitely see it being the Far Cry game with, in the Avatar lens. So very, very cool. So number four, uh, we get back to Brendan Myers. Uh, we're going to say uh, Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Good job. We've heard Logan say kind on of, it. glad you liked it. Um, yep. There we go.
1: Yep. Um, you want to grab uh, Sean's too? yeah sean uh i will say
0: horizon zero i can't remember the name of the game it's horizon zero dawn in vr i played it at sean's house as well it's phenomenal it's really cool uh and the fact that you're climbing you're looking at these vistas it's a beautiful probably one of the most beautiful games of vr i ever played so i totally get where sean's going with horizon on vr2 um and henry then uh, the henry one. uh yeah uh, yeah great uh that's surprising they they love vr in that household they had playstation one they had that and now they have uh, quest and it is the oh. forbidden west that is the name forbidden west and logan yeah. we'll go over there eventually and you'll get to try it out too
1: famous Seamus, little goody two shoes a horror narrative adventure about elise a young maid in a rural town in medieval times uh, who tries to complete a deal from someone who may or may not be satan um Sounds interesting. Oh my goodness.
0: <laughs> Dig deep, <laughs> folks. Look, get your Google uh, Safe uh, search on and then look up that game. That's it.
1: Logan, what do you have in the spot?
2: Diverbunk 2077, 2.0 specifically. So that's the DLC as well. I mean, Thanks. we already talked about it. It's fantastic. They managed to make the game run marginally better. Still a lot of bugs, but I think it's part of the charm. And the story is great. Game's more balanced. It's a lot of fun. Yep.
1: Uh, for me, in this spot, I said I was gonna come down on this game uh, lower than people probably expected for me. This is where I put Zelda Tears of the Kingdom as my number four. Um, I love I love Breath of the Wild. I love this game. It was great. But like, for me. The issue, and I talked about it already on this, so I'm not going to like go into it too much, but like playing this after playing Jedi Survivor, I think really hurt this game for me because Jedi Survivor just picked up the story. You still had some powers. You elevated everything from the first game. You didn't have to start over again. You didn't feel like you were taking six steps back before you could take one step forward. It just continue to make everything better. And then I jumped into, to this game to tears of the kingdom. And it was like, why am I starting from scratch again? Why am I basically just like an infant, you know, stumbling around in the grass? Like what, why, why do I have to do this all again? when I put 200 hours into breath of the wild and this is a direct continuation. And I just felt like it was such a slog to get started once it did, it was great. But like, for me, the enjoyment was a little bit sapped out of it. So it ended up number four.
0: Yeah. It's kind of, it's kind of frustrating though. They feel like I have to do the shrines, even if I don't enjoy them because I need to get more stamina or this. And I hate that it feels punishing rather than an alternate because I enjoy doing that thing. And for me, the shrines are not enjoyable. So it's like uh, more busy work. And that's 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 a challenge. Logan, are you muted? There you go. I think the
2: problem is a lot of the cool and fun mechanics that all the building stuff, all the cool rocket things you can do, unfortunately, just aren't more effective than just hitting something with a stick than a pointy rock at the end, and that's kind of the issue. The best way to play the game is to not engage with any new stuff, and at that point, you're just playing Breath of the Wild again. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: yeah, I did like the, the fusion aspect because I think it took away the argument of uh, uh, weapon degradation, so I think that was a mm. big positive. It did make a lot of positives, but yeah, it, it was just not... Um, after Breath of the Wild, it's very hard to say, like, okay, uh, convince me this is going to rule my world again so totally get it yeah um for me resident evil 4 remake i mean i don't know what else to say i love resident evil 4 that was the reason why i bought a gamecube um and the fact that resident evil is now because probably one of my favorite franchises of all time they've done a great job of remaking games and then uh using new uh you know the first person perspective on that franchise i love it Um, And they added the separate ways DLC, which I never played before. And they made it fantastic. So I don't know what to say, but it was, I couldn't stop playing that game. And they've updated the combat so well that I think it's amazing. And uh, I know it's a remake, so I don't know if that counts or not, but for me, it did.
1: It counts. If you say it counts.
0: Well, you guys make mind if I take a potty break really quick, because I'm going to pee my pants. If I don't, I'll be back in a second. Yeah,
1: that's, definitely preferable <laughs>
0: number three let's start there oh my goodness uh this is gonna get hard uh we get down to uh Brendan myers he has super mega baseball four that's a cool franchise good, people good. like it if they yeah. want more arcade baseball i believe it's free on uh game pass very cool i love that uh heart style if you want a little more arcade baseball uh what did sean have um Yes, it would be uh, Diablo Diablo 4. 4, Nice. Which Sean and I played co-op for a while. It was very good. I'm waiting Mm -hmm. until it becomes free on Game Pass to play more, but um, it's a cool game. I really think Diablo is really good. It's got uh, some issues that it's worked on, and there's going to be an expansion coming
1: soon. Uh, Uh, Henry had Asgard's Wrath 2. Uh, a really that really is cool pick. Looks like it, turning out looks to like be a like cool game. a game of
0: the yeah. game like the must have game for VR right now. Asgard's wrath. Yeah. Look. Looks Apparently really it's cool. heard It's heard Like it's like a God of war where you feel like you're throwing your ax, you're doing things. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, makes me a little jealous. I don't have a quest three.
1: Looks pretty neat. I got to pick that one up. Um, famous Seamus, Super Mario brothers, wonder amazing platformer that rejuvenated the 2d gameplay. Um, yeah, totally agree. And uh, the debut of uh, Mario's and Luigi's uh, new voice actor does a good job. Um, and I'm going to jump in and say I had the same game for my number three, so Very I'm cool. going to repeat what uh, I'm going to repeat what what, uh, what famous Sheamus said. And uh, the new power ups are fun to play around with. The wonder flowers. When you find them, they they make things trippy. Uh, Famous Seamus wrote trippy AF. Couldn't agree more. And um, it's it's been a fun one to play. And and again, I'm putting um, uh, some time into that one with my son, so it makes it even better for me. Um, so yeah, great number three.
0: Yeah, I I would agree. I it's not on my list. It would be probably be like in within my top ten or top twelve. Um, great game. I, I I've enjoyed what I have played. It's got some difficulty, so it might be too difficulty. To- Difficult for some people, but it's got co-op, all those cool things. They're playing around with it. I like all the selectable characters. I like the the badges. I think it's a really cool take on Mario, especially after Mario Maker where people said, what else can you do with 2D Mario? Well, let's add some weird to it. So take some of this electric lettuce, as Mark would say, and go crazy. <laughs> Logan, I think you'd enjoy the game. I think it's a cool take on the 2D Mario.
2: Yeah. See. My number three is Hi-Fi Rush. I've already talked about with- it play it if you haven't
0: Yep, i'm bad at the uh uh the the timed like uh you have to repulse the the shots i'm bad at that Mm. so i've heard they've changed some things so i'm I'm gonna give it a try again
1: yeah nice what's uh what's your number three todd uh
0: final fantasy 16 i Hmm. i struggle with final fantasy and this game was so just delivered on so many levels. The story is amazing. I like the combat quite a bit, and it was really... uh, The combat, I would say, for some people was a miss because it was... This was not really an RPG. By any means, it was an action combat game. The guy from Devil May Cry came in to help this game. So it's an action combat game. Uh, There are some minimal rpg elements but i loved it i love the combat it was compelling some of the voice actors are amazing clive uh, ben Starr is amazing i love sid though sid was my favorite voice actor he was amazing gone too soon voice actor from game of thrones was amazing Mm. um i just loved the um icon battles between like the ifrit and, uh, all of the different characters you played as, and it was fun. And, uh, the game ends on a very, a note that I was not expecting. And especially when you think of like, they want to continue the franchise. I'm like, I don't know what they're going to do next to continue this, but it was heartbreaking and enjoyable. And I really loved it. And, uh, it took me out of my place thinking about JRPGs and what they can do with from a storytelling lens. Cause I have in my mindset like, Oh, it's going to be people that are over to the top, uh, weird voices, uh, inappropriate dialogue for like things I would have expect. But I think they really managed, uh, to really come forward from a uh, Western perspective. And I really liked it. It doesn't definitely feels like the game of Thrones of, uh, final fantasy. So it was my number three. I already talked about with, I shared with Logan. So it's, it's definitely was amazing to me cause it was a game that was not on my radar at all. Cool.
2: That- to save time, I will say this is also on my list somewhere, and I'm going to talk about it now because it's not number one. But I will say the, okay. the one thing—the one thing, thing that, that I would change would with the game that is that there is two difficulties, and it's story mode and not story mode. <laughs> so that means that uh, it's very hard to have a challenge in the combat sometimes. I think that you said you died mm-hmm. like two times <laughs> the entire. game. Uh, yeah,
0: I didn't die much, which is amazing because I'm pretty good at dying. <laughs>
2: Yeah, and I, I ended up trying to fight all the Notorious Marks, like 10 levels under, but then I would be over-leveled after killing them, so I ended up resorting to taking off all the armor and using uh, none of the healing items for a challenge, which was an interesting way to make the game harder, but I wish if there's just a couple difficulty options, it's the only thing I, I would change with the game. Besides that, it is very, very good in almost all aspects.
0: Uh, and there's DLC coming to the game, but unfortunately it's going... Back in the past versus moving ah, forward, so that would be frustrating for a lot of folks. They're so like, oh, I want to see what's next. So
2: it had it, had an, it did actually apparently it had a, it was an ambiguous ending. So it's up to you to decide kind of what happened. Yeah,
0: mm. absolutely. Interesting. Okay, so we're in number two. Oh my goodness, uh, we're getting down there, folks. Uh, so we go with uh, Brennan Myers, God of War, Ragnarok, Valhalla. Oh my goodness, great nice. picks. Great pick, yeah. Uh, let's see. I can take Sean, and then you can do Henry and uh, famous sure. Uh We get to Super Mario Wonder with Sean, which is surprising because he's not been the biggest Nintendo fan for a long time. But I remember when we played Wii in his house, and he loved it. And we played Smash Bros. So uh, great pick.
1: It might be some family dynamic, father son stuff going on here because Henry's number two is Super Mario Wonder as well. So maybe they played it together, had a good time and that put it up there for them um for famous seamus we've got spider-man 2 amazing game with a great story performed by an astonishing voice cast and uh yeah what more can you say that the ultimate spider-man game pretty good Logan. logan
2: uh two's final fantasy 16 very very great already said it there's nothing more fun than fighting a boss for 40 minutes. Not because it's hard, but because there's that many phases and it's just way over the top. I didn't think that my yes. PS5 could do that. So, <laughs>
1: <laughs> Awesome. Mark. Mine is admittedly a bit, I'll say like controversial. I just p- put it in the number two spot just to be a little different, you could really swap this one with Super Mario Wonder and probably in the long run Super Mario Wonder will be one of my more favorite games and would replace this one like long term. But I'm going to give the number 2 spot to Pikmin 4 this year because it's oh, surprised I was the expecting that to be your anyway. number 1. No, oh, um, so you can probably guess what my number one is by now. Yeah. Uh, but Pikmin Four absolutely just captivated oh, I me. I couldn't put it down. I was thinking about it when I wasn't playing it, and I just needed to finish this game. I needed to keep playing after I thought you know the story was done and all that kind of stuff. Um, just absolutely just just enthralled with with uh, with Pikmin Four. I thought they just nailed. Um, nailed that cycle, nailed the the story and and made things interesting Four games in with that day, night crash land on a planet and find some stuff kind of formula. And I, I loved every second of it. Um, so yeah, Pikmin four, like I said, I think I could probably put this in my number three spot and swap super Mario wonder up there, but for right now I'm, I'm going to Pikmin four for my number two. I thought it was great.
0: Very cool. I so want to try the demo because I've heard so many people love it. And I'm like, I want to love Pikmin. And I I, should try it. I definitely want to try it. Very, very cool. Cool. Uh, My number two is Spider-Man 2. So I'm agreeing with Famous Seamus. Uh, Loved it. I have been a huge fan of uh, the Sony PlayStation Spider-Man games. And I love their take on Spider-Man. It's probably my favorite uh, narrative outside of the comics. Take on Spider-Man. Uh, love it. I think it's amazing. The gameplay and the narrative match. And they've, the fact that they brought in Miles Morales along the way. And the way this game ends. Mark, uh, I would say you need to get a PlayStation 5 eventually. Because this is the game that's worth it. Also the others. Yeah. But I think this is the game to bring you in. And I love it the way they deal with uh, Miles Morales. I think this is the best take on Venom I've ever seen. Even within the comics. I love it. And I wow. cannot wait to see what they do next. I know Sony is a problematic platform to love at times, but I love their games. And so I,
1: um, yeah, yeah, I, I might steal my brother's PS Five if I don't get one hey. myself. Like sharing is caring. I watch. I he he just bought a new TV, so I was over there a couple of weeks ago, and uh, yeah, it's phenomenal. Hey, it play how you can, so man. Good.
0: Yeah, I don't I don't I don't so smirch you man. Sure, if you need to. That's it. That's a to town. Yeah. For sure. Very cool, cool. All right. Uh we get to number, number 1. Else. Oh my goodness, we're Woo. here, gentlemen. We are at the final countdown. Uh so this we get back to Brendan Myers. So this might be a this might be a precursor to where we're at. Star Wars Jedi Survivor, Jedi, Jedi. Mark, I'm probably going to yeah. kill your brain. Fired. Jedi Survivor, <laughs> not Jetty. There we go. Uh, there we Jedi, go. Jedi Survivor. Great, yep. great game. There we go. Uh, then I'll get to Sean. Jedi Survivor. Hmm. I'll let you take the rest. Yep.
1: Yeah, we're going to see a little string here. Uh, Henry, Jedi Survivor. Um, yep. Uh, famous Seamus, mixing things up with Hi Fi Rush. Love it. Love it. Uh, We've said enough about Hi-Fi Rush that um, I love it. But Famous Shame has added something here. Uh, Even if you're not good at rhythm games, this game is still fun AF. yeah. Yes. Yes, absolutely. I'm horrible at it, and and I loved it. I'm just not very
0: good at it, and haven't played enough because I keep losing.
1: Yeah. Um, Would probably like should have made my honorable mentions. I love that game. I kind of forgot it came out this year, to be honest. Um, but like such a great game while you guys were talking about it. Like I just remembered playing through it and it's like, yeah, yeah. Why is that not in my conversation right now? Um, should have been, but like would probably be in my top 10. I would like definitely is in my top 10. Yeah. But, uh, anyway, there we go. Uh, Logan, uh,
2: we haven't mentioned this game at all yet today. Armored core six. Boom! I don't know. Right. I don't know what else can be said about giant robots with laser swords and rocket launchers fighting each other at like mock like one at all times. It is. I uh, did the full three playthroughs to get the true ending. I grinded out every single mission to get. I, I got a pla- I actually platinum that game on Xbox. I got max rank in every game. I mean, it's it's just dumb fun. Like, there's nothing cooler than dodging hundreds of missiles while you you do wield shotguns and laser cannons on your back and fight a giant like army of robots like it's just over the top it's fantastic the story is interesting and at the end of the day if you can find fault with two giant robots fighting each other then i don't think you're uh, i think you're thinking too hard
1: (laughs) yeah so like going all the way back to the byron return same reason i was picking godzilla or uh king kong like you get the giant kaiju kind of factor. It's like robots, kaiju, whatever it is. It's two giant things fighting. Like, let's go.
0: Love I it. played a little bit of that game, and it's amazing. I'm just bad at it. So I, I couldn't get past, like, the first level, and Logan's doing and I'm like, oh, dude. And I watched him play, and he is amazing at it. And he was telling me, Dad, this is this part. I'm like, wow, you're amazing. Yeah. And it's great to
1: watch a good, good player play. Cool. Mark. Awesome i'm gonna have to go with the consensus here and say jedi survivor um like i said man for like for this game to be so good that it made a zelda game less appealing to me like they did something right um it just took everything from the first game made it better continued with an amazing narrative that surprised right until the end Um, you think the game's kind of over and then another twist happens. You think one person's the bad guy and it goes this way. Um, just everything I wanted from a star Wars story, from an adventure game, from a kind of Metroidvania thing, Jedi powers, just every single aspect of this game was just, um, better than the last and better than pretty much anything else I played this year. So Jedi survivor Cal Kestis,
0: let's go. They subverted so many things with how you can do this effectively without reducing your, uh, player initiative and what you accomplished before. I love that. Uh, you know, I, I love the supporting cast so much and, uh, Mm. is it Marin? Yeah. One of my favorite new characters no, is in Star Wars. She needs to come back. She's amazing. I love the fact that Star Wars, I think Star Wars gaming is amazing. It's my favorite aspect of Star Wars these days. I love it. And they make great stories. You're playing those little characters, and Marin is amazing. And I I hope if if the Disney Overlords are paying attention, we need an animated series based on these
1: characters. Why not? Yeah. We Need something. Right. Yeah. I mean, they, they have they made them look like the actors. Yes. Forget animated series, real series. Sure. Come in things. Whatever's cheapest, like, Mark. Whatever makes them easiest to do. I don't care. Why? I want to see them more. Why have well, them look like they're actual actors if you're not going just like, to just, just use them for something else? I don't care well, if they like – Well, green like screens are expensive. Mm, I just – yeah, just yeah. put them in stuff. They're great. And they're they're great, they're great together. You see, like, they just, just, just do it. Just put them in stuff. Yeah.
0: And, and quite honestly, they gave you more to do in that game than you could ever do. If you wanted, you know, like you could manage your like bar, you could do this, take on the, the bounty hunter things. I think they, they understood like how you add value to a game, make me come back and do cool things. And I think
1: they just nailed it. To, to your point, like the bounty hunter thing, completely optional. You can finish that Absolutely. whole game, never do the bounty hunter thing, and you miss a cool cameo. But like they so they have like fan servicey cameo stuff in there that you can completely miss and still enjoy the hell out of this game, Absolutely. and then come back and put another 10 hours in or something and just be like, oh shit, almost missed that. Like, so good.
0: Totally agree. So totally good. agree. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like I said, a different year that would have been in my top five. It's in my honorable mm. mentions. So I think that will play out in our heart of hearts at this point, Maybe. because I'm yep. going to guess <laughs> nobody else has played my number one. And that would be Alan Wake too. Um, oh yeah. I don't know what else I need to say about this game that nobody else has. Uh, I, I love the first Alan Wake. I uh, didn't love, um, uh, it was a American nightmare. The spinoff. I love control. Mm. I've loved quantum break despite its issues. I, and I, even Max Payne, I go back. I love remedy and they're just a wacky Norwegians. I think Scandinavian Norwegian. I don't know. They're weird studio. And Sam Lake is awesome. And, um, one of my top moments, if you watch the game awards, just watch the Alan Wake song. And you'll understand how weird this game is and how much it is awesome. This game has one of my favorite musical moments of, of my life. I, I I discovered the you know the old gods of Asgard band because of this. Mm. It's amazing. This feels like Twin Peaks, this feels like X-Files, um, so many things. They improve the combat, they grave us a, a new character with Saga in Allen. In the great thing about this game is you're going forward you can play it out of order you could just play saga's elements and then go to alan wake you could play him back and forth which i think is so intuitive as a game developer that you can still do that and it still makes sense it's amazing uh difficulty i trudged through to play it in uh at the highest difficulty uh despite my intent to play it easily and i enjoyed it it made me progress to that game and just love it even more uh, yes I know some people have some problems with the end of the game because it's a little vague but I'm like that's the whole point of Alan Wake it's not supposed to be like you feel like you're you're, you're satisfied like control you feel like it's a little vague a little odd and uh, it's it's a buyer you know it's your mileage may vary and where it ends and I can't see what to wait to see what they do next uh, control they they said this is part of the Alan Wake universe as well. They incorporated control elements to this game. I love it. I just, I just want more people to play it. But I totally, it's not, it's not for a lot of people. Horror games are not for everyone. It's kind of grotesque. There's a little bit of gross nudity too. Sorry, folks. Um, you may not enjoy that. Uh, but just at least watch the game awards musical element, and it, it was one. Of, it's two of my favorite game parts of the year were those musical elements involving gameplay. Blew me away. Alan, cool. week wow. two awesome yes so i love the varied choices oh it's it's great this is why i love doing it your your perspective logan's perspective uh logan did not play did you play any of the same games logan final fantasy 16 mark didn't play that yeah that Um,
2: that and cyberpunk i think are like the two same games that we've well me and you have even just played so okay i actually haven't played that much this year to be honest i've played
0: Okay, mm-hmm. 85 hours of Terraria is a lot, or 500 hours of Terraria. Oh, that you true. Play. Okay, yeah. well,
2: I haven't yeah. been that busy, but...
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so, Mark, I think we have to look at our uh, solid games. I think at that point, my honorable mention was uh, Jedi, uh, I think, is the highest yep. Jedi survivor?
1: Uh, Yeah, yeah. So your, your honorable mentions, I think that would be it. And if we're throwing community stuff in there. You know, we've got uh, several mentions of Jedi survivor. It's in your honorable mentions and it's my number one. I think that would be a heart of hearts award. Again, going out to Bobby Paul, Bobby Paul's who would always say heart of hearts when he felt something Yeah, just to be true. Yeah. So I think, I think we're feeling it. I, I do. the heart of hearts award Todd, you want to announce it officially?
0: Jedi Daniel. Survivor. Congratulations, Whoa. Lucasfilm, Respawn, you earn our love. Logan, you got to play the game. It's awesome. I think you'll enjoy it. Um, yeah, so congratulations to all the developers that made our lives better this year. Thank you so much. Uh, everybody that talked about the games that they love that made us play those games. Uh, we appreciate everyone and their perspectives on the world of games. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Uh, it's late. Mark needs to recover. He's He's got COVID, and he's going to be better. He's going to come back stronger in two weeks. Uh, Logan yeah. needs to go to school. I need to get up for work. So we're going to end it there. So with that, Logan, thank you so much. Um, I don't know if you can tell people where you're at, but uh, thank you for joining us. Anything <laughs> you want to tell the listeners before you leave? Uh, play Hi-Fi Rush. Yes. Love it. Love it, love it, love
1: it. Absolutely. Uh, Mark, where can people find you? So I just did something kind of uh, different, actually. I broke up my Instagram and TikTok accounts. Uh, so I have two now. Uh, so you can follow one as Kinerdian Jedi, and that's what I changed my old The Canerdian account to to focus more on Star Wars and uh, and that kind of stuff. And then my newly created one that this Crowd of listeners may be more interested in is canardian underscore gamer. Uh, that's where my gaming stuff's going to go some Fortnite clips, uh, Pokemon stuff, all that kind of stuff. There's not much there. I just did this, but if you want to follow me over there, uh, that's where you can get me on both Instagram and TikTok.
0: Very, very cool. Check out Mark. He does awesome stuff. He is a fount of joy. And check out uh, Holocron Chronicles on secret friends. He always has the best guests. He, and when Charlie does show up,
1: they have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I can't wait. The bad batch season two, Charlie and I oh, yeah. are already talking about the, the plans for that. It's going to be exciting stuff coming up.
0: Absolutely. So, uh, myself, um, at, uh, at threads is really where I spend a lot of my time now, uh, at T at secret friends, unite, um also on uh Twitter still, you know, as I as I mm-hmm. just leave a presence there, at T Oxtra and at Seek Friends You and always our Discord that uh, you got to see how they participated. We want more people on our Discord talking about the things they love, sharing your, your your loves and your passions, uh, even if you need some support when you're having a bad day. That is all about our Discord. So join us there. Absolutely. So, so gentlemen. Thank you so much. This was a hoot, uh, another uh, Couchy Awards. Uh, Thank you to the winners. And, uh, you know, this is going to be another great year of gaming. And we'll come back in a year and celebrate the gaming of 2024. So with that, as always, remember, it's always better to game together.
1: This podcast is part of the Secret Friends Unite Podcasting Network.